Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Mike Busey. Welcome to the Mike Busey Show. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, but the question is, how are you, Mike? I feel like a, a bag of dicks. Can you tell them what, what's been going on? I, I believe that uh, the fucking the, the Goliath fat kid has fallen. <laughs> I believe all the years of dumpster diving and eating toxic shit from the ground and leftovers and uh, poor fucking... Basically, all the shitty foods yeah. you've eaten, which I've seen you eat straight from like something that was sitting on top of the garbage. You want to say sitting on top in a wrapper still, and I'm gonna, not get sick. I'm sober, and I'm in, I'm not going to drink anything this show. And he goes like, "Thank God, thank Mike. God." And I'm like, "Listen, motherfucker, I've only been drunk one of the shows. Okay, two of the shows, but two, two wasted." Only two times. Wait. Still found a way in under 56 seconds to move entirely away from what we were just talking about. That's fucking, <laughs> that's rock star shit yeah, right is, there. there there's, there's a scientific test there. It doesn't matter if I'm drinking or sober. I'm going to derail it somehow. But why do you feel like shit right I now? I've been fucking projectile vomiting my brains out. You had food poisoning, I think, man. I think someone cock blocked me. They're like, Robert's like, oh, it's no sex weekend, Mac. And this girl, she likes me and we both like Star Wars and... She's into vampires and shit, and, you know, I think we're heading off. He's already talking about moving in with her to Texas and shit. Who's the, we we, we got to let people know what's going on here. Robert is, if you don't know who Robert is, you don't follow any of your social media. He's this, this guy, this skinny, Auschwitz, surviving-looking dude. He's our house photographer. He, he's, like, he's like your little retarded brother. He's like a 40-year-old fucking live virgin <laughs> who's a great guy, and he works his ass off. And he did a really good job this weekend. He did. Well, let's, let, let me kind of sum up what's going on so everybody who's listening can understand what we're talking about here. Mike's had food poisoning since the weekend. Uh, it kicked on. I need one of those food testers. Midget Mac, I need you to start testing on my food. Yeah, we got food poisoning. <laughs> if I don't hear three oohs, ooh, 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 then it's no good. <laughs> we got food poisoning, and what was happening was we were having a, a, a weekend like workshop where we had a bunch of models come in from Instagram and a bunch of photographers, and they were here for since Thursday all the way until Sunday, and we were doing a bunch of the pictures. The longest four days of my life. Yeah, taking everything, and then like Saturday, Mike got food poisoning. And then Sunday, he was full-on food poison. Projectile Project, Fucking exorcist in the fucking... St- like, my stomach right now feels like uh, uh, like Medusa just slapped it right in the gut. My giant pregnant belly feels like a giant Why stone. did Medusa slap? Like, why? Medusa why turned shit into stone, bro. Okay. Come on. Don't okay, because I was like... Your what? fucking Greek myth- mythology, I was Miguel. like, what did she have to do with your if stomach? If that was a goddamn Chupacabra story, Miguel, you'd be like, oh, yes, my All people. All day, because they suck the juices out of you. It yes. would work. Yeah, so yeah, I I fucking have done a lot of fucking disgusting. Uh, you were when you were shit. hurling hard though, bro. I came into the room and like not only were you throwing up hard, but I could hear the the shit you were throwing up the hitting hitting the toilet and I knew it was like full pieces of pizza. Oh yeah, I had to throw away like several pieces of uh fucking restroom uh material that like got <laughs> splash zone. There's no more carpets. Yeah. There's no more carpets in the bathroom anymore. About 400 perfectly good shot cups got thrown away. <laughs> I looked at it. I was like, you know, I could probably just you son split, of a splash bitch. it off. I was like, yeah. You're like, put them in the dishwasher. They'll be I fine. Like, yeah. I've done. Dude, I've, I've been fucking recycling solo cups my whole life, man. Be like, fuck these motherfuckers. Night four. I mean, not recently. <laughs> not in the last 10 years, guys. But yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, fucking. Well, you grow. Money doesn't change a lot of people, and, and some things it just don't change at all. And well, I was like, you know, fuck it. You, you gotta, finally got food poisoning. Is this your first time getting food poisoning? I 
I don't. I want to say no, but I. The, I've only had it maybe once or twice. I've got food poisoning a lot because I'm adventurous. Like you know, there's just tons of times where I'm like, I know that that food trucks had its lights off for two hours, but they got something in there I can have. Oh, I've listen. I've. I remember one time I was in New York and my girlfriend at the time was crying because I was eating pizza out of a trash. <laughs> I was like, I was like, bitch, this is a fucking half-eaten pizza. This thing is good to go. Was it literally sitting on? Was it wrapped up in anything in a box still, or was the slices in the trash can? It was in. It was in the trash, but <laughs> that wasn't so even the worst of it. I got gross. drunk, drunk as fuck, and it was like snowing out. One, it was like I want to say near Chinese New Year, near like the beginning of February. Yeah, and I was like. At night, New York, they uh, they put all their uh, trash on the corners, and yeah. you're from the south. You're like, wow, what is this? That's like when we went to Columbia, a lot of the guys never saw yeah. that shit before. I was like, wow, trash man at night? Now, this is the job I wanted as a kid. <laughs> trash man hanging on the back of the... Everyone wanted to be a trash man hanging on the back <laughs> no, of the... No, man. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, back in the day, you saw the uh, uh, the rock, the black dude. Not not like yeah. Dwayne Johnson, the rock, but yeah. the rock, the first rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's when you first found Charles out. Charles Charles Dutton. Trash man yeah. made good money. You're like, oh shit, okay. Trash man does make good money out. though, man. Back in the day, I don't know how it is now, but if you were in a Union City, trash man, trash man's coming in there, coming in there strong. So anyways, I was eating chicken on the stick, like, <laughs> fucking. I was like <laughs> from breaking, the trash. No, it was like oh. I was breaking into a fucking. You know, I get drunk. Like stealing's cool if you're drunk and you're not actually stealing from an individual. You know, companies. You know. Not that I support, you know, all the crazy shit going on, rioting and stuff. You know, sometimes I've been known to get a little crazy, you know, fucking a little break some stuff and break into some hotel fucking uh, uh, mini bars. Me and, I, I, me and Ryan Dunn did that before. We broke into a, a mini bar and we got caught. And our and when we're talking about getting your caught hand in the uh, hand in the cookie jar, my entire fucking arm was inside of this mini fridge in the lobby. Uh, and while Ryan Dunn was pulling the other side open. And I remember the guy like, oh, what are you doing? The bar's closed. And there wasn't a bar, a mini bar there. Normally, it was just for the movie. They were, you know, they were filming. Yeah. So they had to, like, kind of retrofit everything. And, um, yeah, they tried to kick us out. And they're like, oh, no, that's not happening. And he's like, what? Who do you think you are, you fucking jackass? <laughs> and then we And that's how the show got its name. Yeah. <laughs> Heineken's. It was the only thing. I don't even drink beer. I, that's the last time I drank a beer was with Ryan Dunn. I remember when you uh, when you uh, stole the Voss water from the uh, the hotel in Miami, and you tried to fill it up with tap water, oh, and they knew. Listen, one uh, they didn't even fuck around, guys. Like they didn't even, that that fucking shit came in like fucking straight up Colombo fucking McNulty from the wire. She just fucking looked at the things and then was like, Nah, nah, bro. Every time I go to these hotels, it feels like Indiana Jones when he's trying to remove the 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 statue idol. He has that bag of sand to weigh it out. Like to do a quick little switcheroo. Nope. These motherf- I, I still think it's like an urban legend. Like, well, you know, that's the moment of the sensors broke. But I have definitely filled up some shit with water and put it back there and didn't get charged. So I don't know. The verdict's out. Maybe someone can message me on Instagram and tell me what the that's real story is. horrible shit. That means somebody fucking was sipping on the bottle you were sipping on all weekend. Listen, man. Pe- <laughs> people are so in the labels and the shit and like... I, I remember I went to, I, when I was working at Disney World. I like used, how you tried to get deep there and then you just left it because you were like, nah, fuck it. You're like, you know, people are into labels. And like, yeah, so I stole some water and they got my cooties. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I was working at Disney and uh, I knew this guy who owned a liquor store over in Hunters Creek uh, in Orlando, right off Orange Blossom Trail. And he was like, hey, uh, you know, hey, you better sign in my, uh, sign in me and my family to Disney. Maybe I'll hook you up. I was like, oh, yeah. 
I was like, hey, let me come in. Let me check out what you got. And I seen uh, he had a bottle of Dom Perignon and Crystal. And Crystal was just being like, was hot in the streets, like in all the rap videos and shit back in the day, early 2000s. Yeah. I was like, I want that. The, gold, the Crystal had the, like, the gold wrapper and shit on it. And I remember uh, trading him that. And I, I, think, I think it was a bottle of Crystal, Dom Perignon. I got in like three of his family members into Disney. And uh, actually, pre-story before that. Oh, that's what I've been waiting for. Yeah. I wanted to know the story before the liquor store Disney so story so I could really figure this out. Robert, I'll tell you about this. Yeah. Robert Poss. <laughs> Got something in my throat. Um, I've also decided if I do get sick again, because I do feel very queasy and stuff, mm-hmm. that I will just keep the show going. I will continue to project all fucking vomit and finish the fucking show. Good. Um, so, so give me the prequel to the Disney liquor store story. Yeah, keep me on focus. Yeah. Right. Go back to the Disney thing. Um, I would just fucking. Uh, what about the prequel? You were giving us the prequel. No, I'm going to. I'm okay. going to. It's coming. So I want the reboot after this too. Oh yeah. With an all black cast. Don't worry. <laughs> I got this. Okay. Don't worry. Um, so when you go to Disney, if you work at Disney, you're not supposed to technically trade or barter or sell a mission, but everyone knows. Everyone does it. And yeah. apparently, there's like a secret Disney police. That actually goes like on Craigslist and stuff like that online. Like, I'm looking for some tickets. And, well, hook me up. What do you got? And they have like a, they employ people who literally fucking go fishing for people. And um, I remember this little fucking, he kind of actually, wow. I just realized this guy. Hey, Robert, did you ever work parking detail at Epcot or MGM? Just okay. Only photography. All right. This is dude kind of remind me of your your okay. who you are right now, in a past life. I, I was hoping because then we could get a spinoff. Yes. That, see, just this like that. Story. Yeah. Just like that. Another story comes out. Yeah. I was hoping because I was like, this is too juicy to not have a six parter. Yeah. This is not that exciting. Let me feed this up. Um, <laughs> Please. So, <laughs> Jesus so fucking. Um, basically, I get out in the parking lot. I'm kind of looking around, and one of these parking lot tenants like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like, oh, what do you mean I'm doing? I'm fucking, I'm going to goddamn fucking Disney, you know, blah, blah. I was like, what the fuck was this guy problem? I look around and uh, I, I, what I didn't realize, it was Black College Union that I was like the only white person there. And uh, I, I was like, oh man, so this dude I'm about to hook up. That has to be my family. Yeah. For your family at the time. I don't know if it was family or friends, but it was just family. It's supposed to be close, yeah. Yeah, close family. So I show up to the MGM and I'm waiting at the front. And that's that's what it was. One of my roommates' family was supposed to show up and they 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 ditched me. And uh, that was the guy I was hooking up with the, the liquor bottles or whatever. That's how that ties up. Anyways, that's not important. <laughs> it, uh, it didn't seem so, but yeah. we still had to set it up. So fucking I remember standing there and being like, man, I got up early in the morning. I'm all the way out here. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to make me some money. So <laughs> I fucking see this this young couple, this old smooth brother, and, and his, his his little girlfriend, the guy from Georgia or something down here for Black College Union, which is like this huge two college football teams play each other, and all of Orlando is fucking just gets crazy, gets wild. And uh, Mitch and Mac knows about it. Ooh, ooh. Um, so anyways, uh, I said, hey, psst, hey, hey, psst, hey, man, hey, hey, man, you got, you got your tickets? He's like, nah, what, what it do, cuz, what it do? I said, hey, come here, hey, come here. I said, hey, come here. So I just convinced this random black dude to come into the bathroom with me. And he said, what's up? I said, hey, man, I it's work here. Bite. And, uh, 
He goes, oh, yeah, what's, so what's good? I said, hey, man, uh, y'all want to throw me some, you know, throw me like 100 bucks and I'll get you and your old lady in there. He goes, well, what's the deal? You know, because, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to get hustled. I was yeah. like, no, no, no. I know we in a bathroom. I know you don't know me, but I really work here. I, I could get you in. So I, he's like, all right, all right, bet, bet. So he gives me 100 bucks reluctantly. And I walk up to the fucking uh, the front of the ticket booth. And the guy who was going crazy on me in the parking lot's like, oh, I see what you're doing. That's it. You're, that's not allowed here. And he starts. He probably meant just because you were, like, friends with black people. Yeah, probably that, too. He's just always like, that's not allowed here, Michael. Yeah. You know the rules. No sedginating. Yeah, so I basically I said, what you mean? This is my goddamn cousin. And I popped off like that. And he's like, oh, fuck. He he's like, me. even grosser. He's like, they he got mixed. Me. He, you could tell he was like, he got me. Fuck, I can't do nothing about this. So, yeah, I, I dapped the dude up and fucking said, all right, y'all have fun. I, I, hit, I said, call, call me later when you want me to come get you. Cause. Call me later, cuz. I'll be at Auntie's house. I'm going to see Sugar Bear in a little bit. Moral he story wild. was some random black dude in Georgia. Say, hey, not all white folks are bad. And then there's an old white dude out Disney. He's like, all white people and black people are bad now. He looked at you. He's like, that's the wrong kind of white man. Yes. Look at him with tattoos, praying to the devil. Back to Cristal, this liquor let's store. Get, let's get back to what we were talking about before we went on this journey, which was... I was like, get Mike a drink immediately. No, neither way. I'm just like, maybe cue cards, you know? <laughs> we were talking about that you, that you had the Models Weekend over here. I mean, they were here. I didn't... I uh, Robert and, and all y'all did a lot of work, and I did a lot of work up till the moment I died. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out. And like, there you- could have been like... A whole Swedish volleyball team finger fucking themselves, like, oh Mike, please fuck me, and I'd be like, I'm out, bitch. I I got nothing. I'm just fucking. And what you know dying. what what happened though? So we're having a bunch of models over. There's like 20 models here. They're all living in the house, and then all of a sudden, all our homeboys just showed up like just like that. <laughs> Some of them are still here. It's fucking crazy how that works. Like. It's like a pussy Brian, beacon. I was telling you, Brian Idol came over like, hey, guys, I was, I was wondering if I could borrow a cup of sugar. Hey, what's going on? Oh, it, was the, it was the cock block squad. You got Brian Idol. You had Security Joe. It was like a whole team of lonely guys who don't know how to get pussy without us. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we're just here to help, guys. I heard you need some help. Oh, what do you know? There's 20 models here. Whenever there's a bunch of girls here, Brian Idol shirts don't have sleeves. I've noticed that. Yo, there's a bunch of girls here. Brian Idol's shirts don't. Hey, what's wrong with sleeves? He's got the fucking pythons going. I know that he does like 18 push-ups before he comes out of every room. We He's need like cameras jacked. in the driveway. You know, dudes are like just straight up doing fucking crunches and push-ups on the way in. Brian Idol, though, I'll tell you this, man. If you guys don't know Brian Idol, he's a wrestler. He's uh, he wrestles for SCW. He's the SCW wrestling champion. He's also 100% down ass soldier on things you would never expect because he's like. That's why I let him get away with it. Yeah. Because I'm like. All right, you're gonna cock block me and all my homies. Never bring any pussy here, but I know damn gonna well if I gotta send you on a scavenger hunt to find the original blue gold post, uh, the uh, the fucking post of the WrestleMania three ring, that you're gonna spend all day and night finding it. And I know that I don't have to hold your hand. You're gonna make an intelligent decision. You're gonna make. Brian it- was also the guy who you're like, hey, I'm. I'm looking for this Optimus Prime robot. He's like, oh, yeah, it's funny, man. I actually did a show with the real Optimus Prime in Chicago. I'll get you the robot right now. Yeah. And then next thing you know, exactly. Brian Idol's texting somebody, and he's like, so I have just got off the phone with Megatron. He's going to be here tomorrow. I swear to God, he you is. ain't lying. He is. He's, he's got a homeboy. He's cool. With, and also, it's I was Jersey shit. Yeah, Brian Idol's always got a homeboy who not only got it, 
but still owes Brian a favor. He's like, nah, dude owes me a favor. I got it right now. Uh, bro, I think I've been on several adventures with him where someone owed him a favor. Someone owes him a favor. He's like, well, what's going on? You guys need to, you guys need the car Kennedy was shot in? Fucking ridiculous. My uncle details cars. He owes me a favor. He's got the car. I swear to God, he got a fucking uh, pile of JFK's yeah. brain in his little lock. <laughs> yeah, he's got it in the lockbox. Doesn't leave home without it. Hold up real quick. Let me fuck these two girls you were trying to fuck. And then uh, <laughs> let's get let's get that robot over here for you. <laughs> and I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to assemble the robot. He's like the pussy mafia. Yeah. Like, oh, you need a favor? Huh? One day I'm going to call upon you to fuck one of your hoes. <laughs> Brian and I will come through. No shirt on. Abs looking like Jesus. Just put together a water slide for you. And he's like, I got to get out of here in like 15 minutes. But um, which one of your homeboys has been working the hardest on some pussy? Him? Okay, I'm going to take it. You know? <laughs> so imagine, uh, imagine this guy. And like then, a stud, like a stud with long hair. Imagine Robert being like this starving Ethiopian child, finally gets his first well, let's plate of set, hot let, food. Let's kind of set this up, too. Boom, Brian Ida walks into the room. So Robert was hanging out this week. And first of all, we give Robert a lot of shit, but I hope you never come to the castle and try to give Robert shit because that's our boy. That's how it and, is. And we, fucking, we talk shit about yeah. him, but we ain't let you talk shit about Mm-mm. him. And also, man, we know that uh, Robert kicked ass this weekend. 20 models, six photographers. And I'm going to tell you this much. We'll go, I'm going to go on record. You know me and Mike feels this way. I didn't even see him tiny one up. Did you tiny one up, Robert? Uh uh-uh. uh. Wow. Uh-uh. That's why he busted hard today when he tied that girl up. Like, Mike, you owe me, touched his hand. You owe me 12 hours of tying up. <laughs> My fingers are doodling. <laughs> Can't wait to tie some knots. But no shit. Uh, Robert, you know, photographers Fucking. are pains in the asses. Oh. Because they're, you know, like they're super artists, you know, and, and everything's oh. the... So we got all these photographers. Robert's point man on all this shit. Models. Models are pains in the asses. Photographers are pains in the asses. Robert's handling all this shit. But then lo and behold, at one moment, there's just really... I don't tell you this. She was, Shout she, out to Darby and his chick. Oh, Darby, very, Darby and Liz were the best. Though. Darby and Liz were great. At, at, at one moment, so were a lot of the photographers and models. Yeah, everybody's just, just paying the asses sometimes, but they're not bad people. It's just the art. But at one moment, this one point, there's this really hot girl came here to be like a, uh, a makeup artist. And straight up, her and Robert are hitting it off. And at first, I, I, and, I and Robert will vouch for this. I had to, I had to tell the cockblock police to chill the fuck out. I did. I was like, I had, I was, I had to pull Robert aside because this is what happened. So, as Robert's like, you know, he's it's in the night. He's feeling himself. He had a couple little fucking smart off ice in him. He's been a little loose, you know. When I see he's Robert in his swim trunks, bit. And, and and I'm like, oh okay. Robert's got his swim trunks on. He's got a little loose going. I'm like, okay. Oh, it's time to get a little unprofessional, ladies. And he gets a little loosey goose. Next thing you know, he's vibing with her, playing pool with his little fucking little love thing. He's all, They're he's probably texting it, you know? her right now. You texting her right now? Yeah, he's like, don't listen to the podcast. Don't li- <laughs> hang up. Don't worry, it'll take him a week to post it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, some, shout out to Steven. We've been getting it up within like 24 hours. Yeah. How, what's the 12 hours to 10 hours? 12 to 24 is the longest, and it's just not It's not Steven. It's the site, you know? So we record it on Tuesdays, and it should be live on Wednesdays. Yeah. So, Thursday by the latest, and that's just because of the site. Yeah. But yeah, so Robert, Robert Robert's this weekend. He's he's fucking Mr. Manhandling shit, killing it. This girl and him got a vibe going, and it's nice, man. Like you could tell they're kicking it, they're having friendly stuff. But uh, old Brian Idol, you know, man, it's hot, so we got to take his shirt Joe, off. Joe and him show up, and it was like one of those '80s movies where fucking <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's playing pool down in the valley, and, and then here comes all these high school kids. Like, yeah, hey, who's the new guy? <laughs> 
And then here comes fucking Robert down there fucking having a good old day. It was the rich kids from Camp Goldfinger coming down to the other side of the lake, you know? Yeah, like, hey, heard you're the new guy in town. Yeah. Trying to fuck this girl? Not on my watch. But here's the thing. So Brian and fucking and Joe... They weren't going super aggressive with it, but they were definitely like letting the they were letting the sharks know that there was some blood in the water. I think Brian, in, in Brian's defense, Brian was just showing up. But uh, hey, I don't know what to do, Miguel. What do you want me to do? She just fucking likes me. Look how fucking hot I am. You he's know? like he's just sitting there. He's look like, how good I look. You know, he's like, I didn't mean I didn't mean no problems by it, but you know, it was, it was nine forty five, so I had to do my crunches, and you know, these girls were just checking me out. You know, everyone has a homie that just shows up at the. Fucking most convenient times. And this is what happened. And you literally could see Robert but almost the, have a spontaneous combustion. But like, the motherfucker. The best was Robert's outside with the girl. He's hanging out. Brian Idol shows up. Brian's just talking to her. Then our homeboy AJ Francis shows up. WWE wrestler. Hey, NFL up? player. And he comes outside. And finally Robert's like, he's like, Robert, the girl. AJ and Brian Idol, and he's like, Jesus, sees them both. He's like, AJ, why don't you I can't Brian combat all these cops? Well, he, he's, like, he's like, AJ, why don't you and Brian Idol go hang out with Mike or something? Like, he literally is like, hey, you know, uh, somebody's calling you. Who? I don't give a fuck who. Get out of here. <laughs> here's some, here's some uh, unseen footage of what you won't be able to see necessarily because there's probably a shark head in the way or something. But uh, this is Courtney filmed of Robert rolling up on him on the golf cart, and he's pissed. Cause they were out fucking throwing axes and shit in the funhouse. Robert, bro, let me give you a ride. What happened, dude? I thought you were chilling. It doesn't matter. If anybody fucking shows any kind of interest that I'm having fun with or enjoying your company, or it doesn't matter. They gonna fucking cock knock every fucking time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So it. it And I'm sparkly. Yeah, she called you sparkles. Yeah, it was great. And I loved it. But whatever. I loved it, Mike. I can't have the hottest girl here to have any kind of interest because, oh, no, no, I'm jealous. I got to fuck it up for you. I will go on record and say that, uh,. Robert was following dude protocol 100%. No, Robert was not in, in fault at all this entire weekend. He was yeah. actually killing it. And that's where I had to step too. in. Yeah. I had to be like, all right, listen, Robert, get. I had to fucking pull the. Father, son, get in here. It's halftime. Get your fucking head in the game, you retard. Get me one for the gipper. All right, you're not going to hit the T-ball every time, you little re-re, but bring your ass <laughs> in here, all right? Come here, son. Pull you aside. Have a little fucking talk. I was like, we were in the bathroom. And I was like, hey, listen. Get the fucking together, man. You just you can't just leave her out there, those goddamn sharks out there. Mm-hmm. You were her only life jacket out of the Titanic, and you just abandoned her. Because Brian was already doing push-ups, and Joe was insulting her as his style dictates. They're all like, hey, let me show you how to hit the pool ball. Hey, but, but, pull the stick like this. Hey, bend over. There you go, baby. Hold up real quick. I'm going to fuck you, but I got to get this Megatron from Mike real quick. <laughs> hey, hold on. I got to get the WrestleMania 3 ring over here. Fucking Jake the Snake's on the way. Brian Idol is the... Oh, like, I, this is one thing I give mad props to Brian Idol for. Brian Idol's the type of dude who's like, I'm starred in this wrestling event live at this place, but I'm also bringing the ring, setting it up, fucking doing the lighting and running the soundboard. Yo, listen, my God. Listen, I didn't have time to tell you the whole story, but yeah, fucking... Uh, yeah, he said Rocky owes me a couple favors. I gotta fucking go to Barclay Center and fucking set up a whole thing. Hey, side story about Brian Idol. The man is so fucking beautiful that Rihanna was hitting on him, 
and he had no fucking clue. I was there. Yeah, he had no fucking clue. And he's like, he's like being nice there too. Like he's like, oh, she's beautiful. She and gave us her dressing room. Yeah, because like her and Drake were all like buddy buddy the whole day with ASAP. And uh, this is when we went to the Barclays Center for uh, Yams for ASAP Ferg's thing, Yams Day. And uh, or no, not ASAP Ferg. I forget which which ASAP it was who passed away. Uh, the but, guy uh, looked like ASAP Yams. ASAP yeah. Yams. That's what it was. Yeah, Yams Day. Yeah, and they went. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they went over there. I was gonna say Gorbachev on the face. <laughs> yeah, he got but the mark. Some some white people not know what the fuck that means. Mm-mm. Anyways, yeah. Mikkel. So we're finding ourselves in some weird crazy. So you were at Yams Day in, in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. I think that was February or January. I got my Wu Tang card stamped a couple more times. Yes, sir. And and Brian Idol had a fucking Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, she, on she was basically like in the limo, like, hey. uh what are you doing afterwards? And, and I was I wasn't right there when it happened. Yeah, I was around the the whole situation, and this is one of those times I wish like, man, god damn it, like I feel like I'm always under pressure if I don't Snapchat or post everything. Right. And it's one of those things you want to be like, oh shit, look who's fucking right next to me. Drake is here. Rihanna's here. Oh my god, but this is crazy. Brian didn't recognize it was Rihanna and thought it was just some girl in New York, and he's like, well, I'm leaving tomorrow, so. And she's hitting on him, like, trying to get him to come back to the hotel with her, right? Yeah, she was basically like, hey, I'm bored, and I'm in New York just for this. Like, what's up? What, what are you doing tonight? And um, she had just, I, we didn't even know, I guess it happened the news the night before or whatever. She had just broke up with this uh, billionaire dude from somewhere in the Middle East or some shit. And I mean, you know, fucking Brian Idol's not broke, but he, he's not exactly in the billionaire range. <laughs> yeah. So, uh it was just that right time, right place. Kind of like my friend who fucked Britney Spears. Yeah. Just right time, right place, man. But you Brian know? but Brian was going back to kick it with you guys afterwards and was thinking that... Uh, yeah, so instead of fucking Rihanna hanging out with her, he watched me fuck a bunch of scallywags in fucking uh, uh, a New York fucking uh, hotel to nine in the morning. Fast and- forward to nine months later, and Robert and him are battling for affections. But Robert's already getting ready to tap out because he's tired of being fucking bullied. So he's storming off all sparkly back to the house. And you grab him in the bathroom and you give him a pep talk. Yeah, I was like, listen, man, you got to get the fuck together, man. Like, you've come this far. You, you, you're actually making progress. Like, this girl's not even wasted. And she seems to be consensually into you. Like, you know, fucking keep it moving, And she was man. hot. Like, she he's was like, hot, he's like a little schoolboy. Yeah, you know, she texted me. Look at him. He's over here. He's like, he's glowing right now. He is, man, because he knows she was hot. She was cool she, as fuck. fucking super hot, super cool. She had a cute talented, little dog. Talented as fuck because she was she was making shirts for us. Uh, with, she has she vampire, got, some like vampire fangs. Which is hot, which lets you know she didn't have a good dad, and that's sexy. Yeah. You know? You know. I don't know about and that. She, she's like, well, she likes the fucking vampire fangs. She's in the fucking uh, goddamn Chewbacca. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, y'all are fucking meant to be together. Yeah. So And then fucking uh I had a little talk with, with a couple of the fellas too, and I was just like, You leave your brother alone, okay? He's got a chance. It's one of those days it's guys, if you if you're listening, which hopefully you are, if you fucking hear the words coming out of my mouth, uh it's one of those days where you're like, you know what, I'll I'll just call tonight. I'm gonna go to my bed and jack off and go to sleep. Because you hope and you rejoice deep down inside that one of your homies, one of your little fucking Riri brothers will finally hit this T-ball and fucking finally get a, get a base hit. Yeah. You know, and obviously, of course, he didn't, he didn't get anywhere, but it's, it's to be continued. Robert didn't get on base, but he stared the pitcher He's going to spend all his <laughs> Disney money, his, all his 4-0 Mickey Mouse 1-0-K to probably take her to fucking Strawberry 
fucking I wasn't lemonade and popcorn shrimp in the Here's Bahamas the somewhere. I wasn't expecting Robert to hit one and get on base, but I was thinking he could have got beamed by the ball. It's you practice. Know? Like, <laughs> Just sometimes, you know, you, you, it's like you say, you can't win the lottery unless you try to play it. Yeah. You, you have zero odds of winning if you don't play. So, but, but then the weekend turned from, from the Robert in- events, which were good, ended well with him, to the sick Mike. And, and I think this is what happened, too. We had just had to kind of like, like check some of the photographers and let them know, just because some things, not big things, but you know they weren't tagging right. And, and there was a lack of communication between a lot of people in the event. Don't even get me started on that. Pal. But what happened was you got sick right after that, and I had to talk with most of them, and the vibe was they were like, we pissed Mike off. We p- I think they thought you were Hollywood them because twice I had to talk. I kind of thought about. I was like, damn, I haven't been on my closet. I haven't been on my room in forty eight hours. So it was like a members party, you know. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> members party. We didn't. Uh, clo- I said closet. Yeah, That's the old house, yeah. silly goose. I slept in a walk-in closet for ten years. 10 I don't. Years. I'm still calling my room a closet. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I think a lot of the photographers were were like, they, that was good though, because they're like, oh shit, Mike's pissed. He's not coming out of his room. I know a lot of people think we're just like really unprofessional, walking around with our dicks in our hand and trying to fuck everything that comes here. But I would actually pass up a blowjob over a good business opportunity any day. Yeah, and if I can get paid off the blowjob, now we're talking. The strategy is to do more business, make more money, get more blowjobs. Right. So if you take a blowjob, it actually deducts from your... Uh, it actually ducks from your, your bank account somehow yeah. in a way. Like a business opportunity is seized. Yeah. It's like give a guy a blowjob, he gets a blowjob for a day. But teach him to blowjob. Unless you're getting a blowjob from gay. another dude. He's like giving you like some like, you know, fucking like opportunity or something. I don't Yellow go down truck those shit. roads. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. go down I don't go down those roads. But, uh, you know. Some of our members do, and that's cool, though. It's there just- are people here that we've recently found out they were definitely fucking broke back mountain and shit. So. Little investigative reports. It wasn't much investigating, Miguel. It was like, yo, y'all fucking. Oh, uh, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even do the impersonation without giving it away. So, I, we'll, we'll we'll let you fucking figure it out. Well, come to come to a members' weekend, which is this coming up weekend. weekend. We got a lot of things going on. We have a whole models thing we got going on. We're in the middle of uh, doing a very fucking very big fucking crazy thing with someone very very well known. Uh, we, we got. We got. We if we talk about anything, we that. talk about. We need to at least elaborate some because they need to at least be entertained. It's only fair. Yeah. yeah. If they go down a two two hour wormhole, it's like yeah. I just listened to fucking eight episodes of shit, and I'm back at the goddamn cipher code. I'm back <laughs> at the beginning of the pyramid, Mike. Drink more Ovaltine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I poured them. Remember uh, Captain Crunch and a little like decoder ring and shit. Oh and yeah, little red thing you pressed up, pressed up the shit, and it was like, oh, this is where it's at. <laughs> Put the milk in it, fucking evaporate. There's no black toys light. in in cereal anymore, is there? Cap, a, a Jack in the Box, all that Captain, whatever the uh, Jack in the Box. The restaurant? No, um, no Captain the fu- Crunch. No, the fucking square box. What's it called? Oh, the Jack. No, that's cool too. I like that. Um. <laughs> Yo, Mike's face. That was the best part. Cracker Jacks. Cracker Jack. Mike's Cracker face, Jacks. that was like, that's cool. And instantly, I could tell he was like, we need a Jack in the Box. I was like, um, picture this, Miguel. Jack in the Box with Midget Mac. I was thinking the same it. thing. Midget Mac pops out of a big life-size Jack in the Box. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, the uh, Cracker Jacks. Uh, now uh, they got like fucking tattoos I came to this realization um, several years ago. Because I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go in this goddamn Toys R Us. 
And back when I was a kid, growing up the '80s and '90s, Toys R Us was the fucking shit. Yeah. Well, I went to Toys R Us. I'd say about like eight years ago, and I was like, "What the fuck happened here? This is horrible." That's why I went out of business, man. It just wasn't working anymore. I think it had a lot to do with technology of 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 toys. Yeah. You know, like if you imagine seeing Santa's uh, workshop. 20 years ago to now it's like now he had to move his workshop to seoul korea just to just keep up iPhone. with all the technology yeah. yeah all the fucking little elves are asian and shit yeah. and they're fucking and they're doing code and stuff <laughs> they're all coding elves all our all the elves have fucking gauged earrings and they're wearing all black and they're, they're all fucking hot topic former yeah. employees yo man listen uh the state requires me to get four hours of uh, vape uh, i got a vape <laughs> break bro Hey Santa! Hey Santa! We were all gonna go to the dream room and bounce around on some of the, on the bean bags and chill because it's like Google headquarters. You know, I spent a two-hour conversation with some Asian dude about getting a ball pit because that's on like that's been on my fucking bucket. I'm gonna tell you this part. My favorite time. part about that two-hour conversation was how every time you would hit him with an idea, he would shut you down, but then school you as to why. And then that, that dude, I trusted him. Everything he didn't want to take about just ball my money. pits. Yeah, he's like, listen. Oh, yeah, great idea. Listen, take off from me. Long time is business. You don't want more than 24 inches of yeah. balls. Remember I'm he, telling you, I don't I don't know if you're big. I'm like, oh, I'm big. Remember, I'm a big guy. Remember He's he like, sent us that video? He's like, go on video. Go on video. Look at that 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven video. See the guy walking to register? Yeah, 24 inches of balls. Yeah. <laughs> Anything more than 24 inches of balls, no good. <laughs> You, I trust me. That's exactly. You, I will take your money, but you don't want me to That's take exactly your money. That's exactly how he said it. I was it. like, damn, I trust this guy. He was like, yo, I mean, if we came out of it from anything, we know 24 inches of balls it's too is much. too much balls, man. True. Like, I, I feel like I feel like it, that, that information is going to come back one day to help me out. Like, it, like literally, it's going to be some CSI type shit. I'm like, wait so a So, two-hour conversation, I had, like, fucking grid maps and, like, diagrams, link times, win times, types, and all this shit, and prices on the different from ball pits I'm trying to make all to like today's like yo where's that ball pit uh fucking diagram I think someone threw it away yeah because so it I'm made call no sense to anyone else it was like length time width time height a picture of a ball a 7-eleven and then like a little note I need to buy a monkey let me bring the let me uh bring the the dream crusher in real quick uh ball pit balls aren't cheap we're talking, you're trying we're to do like a twenty thousand dollars. Well, the one I was trying to do by my bed by the stripper pole was like going to be a little like thirty six hundred, and the one that I wanted to do out in the fun house, which is going to be like a ten by twenty. That's like nine grand, was it? No, it's like eight. Eight, yeah, somewhere on there. So those balls aren't. Uh, those are high quality. And remember, not crushable every balls, time though. we kept doing the formula, we kept being like something's wrong. There can't be right. Like, He's I like no, you just trust me. I tell you, I can have it to you in five days. I was like, shit. I mean, I was like, I got a lot of shit going on right now, but I fucking definitely want these goddamn balls. I mean, like, you know, it's like uh, the movie The Jerk when Steve Martin is losing everything. And he's like, oh, I just need this this thermos and this is all I need. Like, I'm living in the, some of the movies that I grew up in. And I'm just like, damn, because I spent my entire fucking childhood life and most of my adult life, almost all my adult life. Saying, what would I do if I had the money to buy the shit that I always wanted? And that's what I'm trying to do right now. At the same time, be responsible and continue a yeah, business. That's Rob, Rob's said. like, well, Let me I don't tell know. you what happened yesterday, Mike. Yesterday, these guys brought in all the Amazon. 
and I'm having a good day. I'm tired. Oh, here we go. I'm tired, but you know what? Things are going fine. And I turned the corner. They saw it close the door. They let negative Nancy in. I'm turning the corner, and there's that goddamn Mickey and Minnie outfit y- that I forgot y- y- about. Y- it's like $600 worth of Mickey Mouse costumes. I <laughs> waited three months to get that shit. I thought we didn't get it, so I was so, when I saw it, I was like, God damn it. Was it was $500. It was $500. Do you imagine the fucking videos I could have made with Robert with Mickey Mouse and shit? I turned the corner, saw these fuckers with it in the box, and I was like, God. Thought damn you were an it. artist, Miguel. <laughs> I Mickey, thought I was wrong. Pissed. I was like, Mickey and Minnie? I knew it was like a $500 costume. I was All like, right, listen. There were, you know, there's some Mickey and Minnie's that look like they've been doing heroin, and this one looked as legit as you could get. This one, this one, if we would have showed up to Times Square, this Mickey and Minnie, we'd take everybody's money. Like, if we would have showed up to Disney World, they wouldn't allow us. And we'd walk right in and be like, sorry, I, I left my keys in my car. I had to run back. Yeah. And they'd be like, All right. But uh, it got it got crushed. The Mickey Mouse head got crushed. So it looked like Mickey would be like, hey, guy, welcome to Disney World. It's Mickey. I spent $500 <laughs> on pillows last week. Yeah. Mickey Mouse looked like he took a bullet to the face, and they did the best reconstructive surgery they could do on him. Like fucking, what was uh, what was Joey Botafuco's wife from the Amy Fisher shit? <laughs> like, it took a close round to the face, and it's like, oh, they, they did their best with the surgery. You so, know? okay, the Mickey Mouse I mean, was, was slightly downs. Yeah, but, um, Mickey looked like he would get mad discounts everywhere. We could just do a whole show on the shit I've bought. Yeah, the, I mean there, there's uh, Jeff, one of our members. Uh, he's oh, Jeff, scavenger hunts. Let me to tell buy you. Shit. Let me tell you what happens. I don't know what you asked Jeff to buy, and then Jeff just gives me a text like, "Hey, Miguel." Uh, so uh, the two eagles came out to nine hundred dollars. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm like balancing the budget. He's like, yeah, I don't know if uh, if you want to pay me for the two eagles. Oh, now. I bought an eagle last week and it was only thirty fucking dollars. <laughs> okay, Saul, thank you, Saul and um, Jeff. Jeff are like my secret like heroin yeah, hookups. So, like, this, don't yeah. tell anyone. Don't tell that. You fucking get it from motherfucker Miguel, but I need you to get this goddamn eagle. Yeah. I just and get you bring the text. it here to me, please. And please. here's the deal, Jeff. If you ever want to rip off the company, just send me text and be like, "Hey, uh, so you know that uh, that Indiana Jones live giant ball and hat? It's gonna be nine hundred bucks. Oh this motherfucker. God. Here's the money. Because I mean, I never doubt it. He sends you me just, shit. You had me an Indiana Jones ball. Now we gotta go find one. <laughs> call Someone, the ball call guy. Me. Call the Chinese ball guy. <laughs> oh, he might. He just might. I wanted to see your phone because I know Mike's gonna have him in there. Is Chinese ball guy. <laughs> oh, don't even. We we could do a whole whole show. Oh, can on, I? Can I? Hey, I want to drop a little. Want to drop a little secret about Mike's phone? So next to the name of a girl who's cool and hot, Mike will write wants to party. Hell yeah! Uh, and so like sometimes it's funny because the girl ends up years later becoming like a part of this organization as a Be friend. Being my girlfriend. Yeah, or and it'll some still shit. say wants to party, but uh, <laughs> can I tell him? Can I tell him the Chinese wants to party? Uh, you could, I don't know what your story is telling me. Go ahead. Yeah, Robbie remembers it's, this. It's got to be better than my story. You had, you had, you had, because Mike's pretty open about everything. So he's got his phone mirroring to the uh, to the Apple oh, TV. I know where we're going. I know <laughs> where we're going, going with this. He's scrolling through all these names, and it's like wants to party, wants to party, and one says hot Chinese girl. Possibly tranny wants to party. Might be tranny because <laughs> I can't spell possibly. Might be tranny. Like just, he's like, listen, I'm not going to discriminate her from coming over here, but uh, I need to remember this myself. <laughs> All right, so I guess we could go down this road. Uh, so this chick was really fucking hot. Yeah, and she's Filipino, and I, I fucking 
she sucked my dick. Yeah. I didn't fuck her. And I, I remember I met her at uh, Seether, a Seether show, and they all came back here. Sean from Seether got tattooed here and stuff. That's and, cool. And at this they, one, too? At this, this one, one, yeah. At Sauce Castle 8. And uh, I remember his assistant uh, came with him. He was like, yeah. I'm like, so what do you do? He's like, oh, I've been Tommy Lee's assistant for like 35 years. I was like changing Pamela Lee's fucking his kids' diapers and stuff. And I was like, whoa. And he was like trying to sell me this Guns N' Roses like pinball machine for like 12 grand. Like, Jeff. Oh. Don't buy that if Mike sends you the text. But he was like, no, it belonged to Slash. He was trying to tell me one that Slash owned. And I was like, well, what, can we throw like yeah. a top hat in there and like a, <laughs> a lock of hair or some shit? Like fucking, you know, like, I don't know, man. Now it's not even about what the object is. It's like the sport. Yeah. Like, let me not tiptoe around the, the, the pos- might be a training story. So smoking hot. I got, I got photos and videos. You be the judge. I mean, I don't know. Here, let me <laughs> don't, pull don't, it don't, don't. Get the story going. Don't, don't okay, lose. so that we were fucking... I got blacked out drunk. We were partying, and next thing you know, she was sucking my dick and stuff. What were you doing to her it dick? It says, sexy Asian might be a trainee. Texas wants to party. <laughs> so, and, and look, I want you to look at this, okay? I want you to look at this. Does that look like a trainee to you? Let me see it. Let me get a There's a bunch of photos in there. Let me see. There's none of my dick. Don't worry. Um, no. Okay, now go out of that and scroll out to other things. Since this is like a, uh, unless you are a member of MyBC.com, you can actually watch at home. We have these uh, episodes. We are filming video, so you can watch those. Uh, there's nothing else with there. Yeah, there's lots. Oh, there. get Hold it. On. Yeah. Give me one second here. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I was just like, you know. I, I, I what was, was the part that made you think she might be a tranny? Because someone fucked me up and goes, yo, bro, I think that might be a tranny. And I was drunk as fuck. And I was just like. That's her? And in the face. Like I don't mean this isn't I don't want to sound like yeah. like ignorant or whatever but some like, a lot of Filipino women have that like strong cheekbone yeah that kind of like yeah, here, so, here, here's her here's her face okay let me and, see that and mm, she, she got a little Pacquiao in her yeah she uh, got a little Pacquiao looking like cheekbone looking okay so it kind of made me paranoid so you know what I did as I was like all right I was drunk as fuck but I don't I know I didn't see no dick and I was I was you know I was fucking fiddling around down there in fucking Hong Kong. I didn't see no ding dong. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold well, she on. She sent you a video, man. So yeah, then I, then I said, hey, send me a picture. I mean, send me that picture of that pussy, baby. And how do you tell a girl do you think might be a tranny to send you You say, evidence? hey, hey, let me count your ribs. Come so here, then girl. I was like, <laughs> I made her send me a video, uh, like uh, several videos of her. And then uh, one of them was of her pussy. But then I still had like, okay, well, what if she sent me one of those videos? Wait, that was her, the one, the one you, the famous. No. Oh, let me see that. Let me see. Then that I one. saw this, and I was like, okay, that's definitely a vagina. But it's through the. It's. I mean, it's, it's, it's technology these days. They'd be sewing pussies on the motherfuckers. I can't. I mean, they take their dicks like a fucking blown out hot dog and slice it down the middle and fucking butterfly that I bitch mean, open. Wow, you got a pussy. That's definitely a vagina. Okay, thank you. So no, I did not have. But it looks like training. her clit is uncircumcised. Okay, no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, I don't remember seeing her. Oh, clit. She, she's a little. She's got, yeah, cream. So can a dude can if, a, I mean, if it's a training? Yeah, can they because do that? that's maybe it's his oh, dick coming. No, don't say that to me. Don't say. Well, that. I'm just saying, man. It's you see cream, I see cum. Okay, listen, listen. I did not see a penis, but 
When that I, dude's got a pretty pussy, though. I'll tell you that. Okay, that dude's <laughs> hot as fuck, and I'm yeah. not in the uh, fucking trainees, and, and no offense if you are, guys, you know, fucking uh, some of our friends that we might know may not say their names, whatever. Anyways, um, it's not my thing, but I definitely got a little shook up because I had to, like, basically, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, baby, oh. Let me see that. And I'm not in the pussy picture. I don't want to see your pussy. I want to see your tits and ass and your face. You don't like to see the pussy? No, not 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 off the rib. No, I don't want to see that. You I, want the build up? I just the pussy. We all know the pussy is most likely the ugliest thing that you know is going to be going on. I don't I like see. That. I want to see the pussy because I read it like tea leaves. See, I'm and still, I just look at it and I'm like, I can tell your future right now. <laughs> I've seen some of the best pussies in the world. I've seen some of the worst pussies in the world. That tranny pussy looked good, though. You man. ever see a girl's pussy right when you start fucking her? And you're like, oh, this will never work. Yeah. That's happened to me. Do you ever see a girl's pussy and you realize, like, Two years later. You start realizing, like, you know, I'm, I've, there's been a long list of cats in front of me, and they've done some damage to this. Like, I've looked at some, every now and then there's a pussy, you're like, literally, the police served a warrant in it. You know, they just came in Open there. Open up, Police! Just came in, fucking threw a, bo- threw a flashbang down. Fucking baloney fucking bomb, boom. Yeah. Roast beef fucking f- everywhere. I tell you what, though. Tranny or not, that was a nice vagina. Thank you. Um, but I did go to a wedding one time that I actually hosted for some very, very uh, well-off friends. And uh, we were in the, the mountains of Colorado. And this was like a ranch that was like millions of acres. I guess at one point was... The United States' largest, like, horse, like, farm or some shit had a huge, huge equestrian, like, fucking... Yeah. It was, like, the size of a San, uh, Costco barn. It was wow, a barn yeah. the size of a Costco. That's how big... I'm not, not even exaggerating. Yeah. I tried skiing for the first time. It was in a town called Vale. It's kind of like the... uh the rich Vail, people yeah. Place. It's like the Aspen. Yeah. Kind of like vibe. Vale's like Aspen. <laughs> it's fan- No, yeah. it's, it might be fancier than yeah. Aspen. I don't know. I don't know the, the word on the street is lately, but... uh yeah, my, I just think my buddy, that. my buddy Jacob Moser got married to who happens to be Filipino. Yeah, beautiful Malou, and uh, I was uh, I hosted the wedding, and I don't get nervous speaking in front of thousands. Right. One time I spoke in front of sixty-two thousand people. Wow, sixty-two. Where was that at? At Earth Day birthday. That's badass. Uh, I think it was Earth Day birthday nine or ten. That's a that's a city. Yeah, you know that's a small the, city. The entire um, the entire um, you know the B line. Yeah. It was where that I think it's a Marriott is this entire fucking field. Yeah, that's what they said on the radio. Like sixty two. I was like, yeah, hey, I'm fucking Bro, holding down this. Even one. I'm if it, it wasn't, even if it wasn't sixty two, even if it ended up being twenty two thousand, that many thousand. Yeah, huge people. festival. That's a city, you know. Not nervous, but if you ask me to pronunciate a fucking Filipino fucking family <laughs> as I introduce them to the wedding, one of these motherfucking people had three goddamn middle names and he wasn't even fucking Filipino. <laughs> Motherfucker, I was stressed. I was like, "What did you? What I gotta do? What?" I was like, "Oh shit, the wedding party!" I got and I had their names. Where I'm like, oh, "I was like, oh fuck!" And uh, it was, and it was the the, the air was thin up yeah. there. I they took me skiing before. So you were I like a little died. exhausted. I had two conco- concussions. I uh, I fucking got caught jacking off. If one of the Mexican <laughs> maids walked in, I was fucking jacking off on a bear fucking rug in the living room. You were just laying on the bear rug. Ja- were you on your stomach so jacket a, or imagine, on your back? Imagine like a giant fucking ski resort that your homies own and no one's there but you and your homies. It's like the Shining the house. Yeah, and there's like a river through like this glass fucking like boardwalk that cuts through into the mountains and shit. And like President Bush hangs out there and stuff. And they got like, 
entire log cabins on this property that have like just fake Indian mannequins in the window. Yeah, because they got rid of all the Indians. Yeah, they took that land. (laughs) So we're just fucking chilling. Everyone's doing ratchet ass shit the whole time. And jacking off on my friend Ben. You know, bad news. Yeah, bad 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 decisions, Ben. Well, I guess he was fucking feeling a little rascally. And Malou, our Filipino fucking bride to be, had a fucking uh, a tranny. Fucking a uh, homegirl, home dude, whatever you fucking want to call it. I don't fucking know. I don't give a fuck. I was in the wedding party and we're all drinking. And I remember we were at this like bar that had everything because I, for some reason, I kept drinking Desirono. And I remember the when the wedding people finally came in. Like I didn't realize. I remember it. when you had a little Desirono kick for a little bit because we yeah, did a, we did a strip club event around that would, time. Yeah, I remember telling because I'm we're all butt ass naked. Shit's getting crazy. And weird. The next day, like. A whole fucking staff of wedding employees come in, and we're just walking. It's like a commercial kitchen, and we're just chilling. And I'm like, yo, hey, hand me that fucking DiGiorno. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, we don't have no more DiGiorno. I was like, no, that bottle right there, bitch. Get hit, pass me that bottle. She's like, oh, the, oh, the liquor. And I was calling it fucking pizza the whole time. <laughs> Let me get some of that DiGiorno stuffed crust if you got it. That's the yeah. one I want with a little sausage on it, you know? So yeah, I was, you know, trying to get class. <laughs> Is that up, you, Brian? You know? Yeah, yeah. Actually, See, I hope the guy build these Indians if you want to. Yeah, I went fucking <laughs> skiing for the first time, got concussions, almost died and shit. Fucking. Anyways, uh, my homeboy fucking got drunk as shit and. Uh... <sighs> You don't know where you're going, or do you remember? No, you, I know okay. exactly where I'm going. Okay, just give I me just the take hand, a deep breath because I can still remember the smell. I remember the smell. <laughs> he said, "Yo, I'm gonna get weird tonight." I said, "What you mean?" He's like, "Oh, Malou, has got her homegirl coming in." I was like, "Oh," and you know when you're on these little trips with your bros and there ain't no hoes in sight, and you're like, "God damn, I take anything right now." But I never, ever, ever thought I would want to take a fucking tranny, and damn sure I did not. Still did not feel that way. However, my friend Ben, well, he had he had a different uh, he had a different uh, agenda that night because that night he had a little too many Desirono shots, and God knows what else, fucking tequila, and there's yeah, probably the some crust cocaine, kind of stuffed, some stuffed crust cocaine from fucking God knows where, and uh, we're all getting weird as fuck. And next thing you know, this chick shows up, and I'm drunk as fucking. Thank God they took peed me to the game before I got drunk, 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 because I, I looked over and I was like. That's not no dude. And I'm like thinking that in my head. Ben was all up on it. And this is a guy that I've known for many years. Did the guy have? 100% did, straight. Did the, did the girl have a penis still or did she not? I don't know that detail. Uh, but uh, You want to call Ben? All I know <laughs> is I was uh, in like this one part that had like a little gym area. And they're like, hey, you trying to get weird? And I was like, nah, dog, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And I started working my way to the other side of this giant fucking private estate. And uh, I had to go by the bathroom and I could hear some shit going on in there. And I smelt some shit that smelt like some some shit, bro. Like like poop shit? Yeah. Like some man That's how musk, weird they were getting? Some No matter how many snip snips of the fucking balls, <laughs> there's still some balls down in there somewhere. <laughs> I could smell it permeating through the door, and it fucked me up. And and I was like, I told myself, I was like, all right, I'm at this wedding, it's one of my best friend's wedding. Da 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 da. I was like, but I'm fucked up because my friend, who I thought was straight my entire life, this ain't straight behavior, is it? Like, here's the deal, man. Like a lot of people nah. have posed the question now. Nah. If 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 somebody's like, like post op 
all done. If you were born with a penis, in my head, you dying with a penis. I just I can't see because it's like a fake penis. titties. I mean, she wasn't born with them real big titties, but here they are. You I know, know. <laughs> I know politically correctness and all this other shit. Hey, I don't care if you got fucking four penises coming your forehead. I don't give a fuck what you do with your butthole. None of this shit. I just ain't fucking with it if it had a penis. I don't. I, not consciously. Not not sober. Okay. All right. I'm just not. I haven't evolved to that state of fucking uh, evolution to where I'm just gonna like butterfly into the. This used to have a penis zone and be okay with it. I'm just not into it. You know. So, the next morning, I was like, all right, I ain't gonna tell nobody. I'm gonna keep this my little secret. And they put us all these little wedding tables and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know, hey, Ben fucked that tranny. <laughs> I watched the rumor go across the room in like 10 minutes. Literally, the bride and the groom are looking over at me like, I'm like, oh, shit. And he don't give a fuck. He's like, fuck you, whatever. He don't give a fuck. Next thing you know, fucking the whole party knows. And I feel like I kind of ruined the wedding a little bit. But after <laughs> fucking playing Game No Style fucking twice in a row, those motherfuckers did not give a fuck. They're getting Game down. No, dead ass. I, I, we played it twice, and they were still going ham. <laughs> and, and we did the whole little Jewish thing with the chair. Fucking Jacob's fucking pranced around in a fucking chair and shit. And, and it was a beautiful fucking wedding. I should not have been there. I was definitely <laughs> the last person you won the wedding. But Ben... Got down. I don't know if he fucked her or it. He said he got he got some head, and he was and he and then and then actually, oh my God, he actually did it again. Lord forgive me, I was in the room, and so was security Ralphie. Oh Ralphie. And things got weird because you know the trainees like the trainees don't like to be don't like people knowing their dudes and shit. It's like oh, okay, hands, the throat. Come on, baby, we know. She she went he went in for round fucking two and he was sober I think, and at the, and I I may or may not played some R Kelly fucking slow jams I may have Snapchat at the you beginning of it at the time. I used to play some fucked up shit man before the haters got a hold of me, and they were deleting every single social media platform. But you know what the sick joke is is those haters are the are the reason of my success because if they wouldn't have shut me down so many times they wouldn't have pushed me. To the point where I'm at now, and I couldn't buy dumbass shit on Amazon, Amazon, and afford to go to my friend's f- fucking weddings to watch my friend get his dick sucked by a tranny. Well, guys, with that, you know what's about to happen. How do you like that? We're coming to our break. We'll be right back with more Mike VC show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBeasy.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties, 
Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeezy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeezy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy members' weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members' weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships is missing out. I, uh, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like oh, half of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, Team I got to fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, it, it's life. Right now, it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. <laughs>
The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. Everyone's like, so what do y'all do during the break? I didn't actually even get up because sometimes I don't like getting up. Yeah. Sometimes there's like a five minute, 10 minutes, sometimes even up to 15 minute break. I, I, I hate always it. have to pee during the break. Normally I do too, but I'm not drinking this episode. I haven't drank anything, so 100% sober. And uh, yeah, I just fucking sit here and go, God damn it. And then we have problems with the camera and then fucking this, that. And it's like, you know. And you're a vibe guy. What a lot of people don't know is. Mike, uh, light the fucking incense, yeah, Miguel. Yeah, he's a vibe guy. He's got he's like today. You weren't bad about anything, Dim but the like, lights. So, seriously, guys, here's a test. If if I were to take one of these masks and turn them upside, like around oh. backwards, oh. and and we started the podcast, and oh. Mike saw it, oh, we would get derailed. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. But can we can we turn the goddamn mask back around? <laughs> Yeah, I got OCD like a motherfucker. You do. It is the it is the reason a major reason of my success and it's also the death of me. Yeah. When did you when did your OCD really like show itself? Mm, I'd say probably definitely back. Were you a kid with it? Were you like organizing your dad's cigarette butts in like no. the shape of biggest? Yes and no. Like certain things came to me at a young age where I was like doing abnormal behavior with with stuff like i would drive down the highway and i would i would uh this i still do this though and fucks me up the bouncing ball tell him about this you've told me about this yeah i don't talk i never i don't think i've ever publicly talked about this actually i'm pretty sure now a psychiatrist can uh prescribe me some type of medicine or they're gonna take your guns away. away yeah yeah so 
ever since I was a child looking out the window, I always pictured like this invisible ball that would bounce like doing, 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 doing in between the power lines. So depending on how, how much of a distance between the power yeah. lines there was. And I would go like it go doom up in there and doom like a video game, yeah. like Pong or something. And you, you still know? see it when you're driving? Still see it. And sometimes when the power lines are spaced out of part, I'd be like, doom, doom. And if I start doing it, same thing with the lines in the road, I go, tunk, 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 tunk. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. I just think about the song, doing, yeah, it, and it's in, it's been, I've been battling that for fucking years. It started like I think that's like I said the the reason of my success is because I just gave a fuck more than most people. You're definitely detail oriented, and you have an attention to detail that that's just imagine that's if I had it all my way. Yeah. Oh my god, it, it's like it's like playing like you're like Doctor Seuss to me though. Like I can't imagine some of the worlds you've created when I like. When I, when I step into the house, when I was giving tour to like the models and the photographers, and, and it happens when you, when you show other people this, and they're like, holy shit. Because you get desensitized to being around this for like me and the other guys. We're just like, oh, yeah, you know, everybody has a room that's like a spirit Halloween store. That, you know, and, oh, I got to go feed the pigs. You know, these are like regular things in our lives that we get desensitized to. Or even sometimes when I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I, you know, I'm bored. Let me go walk around the lake that's still your house. You know, like... Like, yeah, I, I, I could walk. I could. I think your property is like three miles from the house to the back gate. It's something like that. Don't yeah. don't don't quote us on it. But yeah, it's it's eighty acre. It's a giant rectangle parcel, and uh, I've walked to the back gate before, a long time ago from from the here, and I remember walking back, and the sun was going down, and it was like being a kid because I was like, well, I'm be walking through the woods at night. There's a lot of this place that kind of gives me the feeling of being a kid. Like, there's no other place where I feel comfortable just taking a stroll through the woods, you know, without knowing what's going on. But I'm here, a, a, a cute-ass little black midget just came from behind a sequence curtain that I paid $6,000 for on Amazon. Not that particular curtain, but how much more magical can you think? That's like a game show. Yeah. A cute-ass little black midget is gold chains and big bubble ass. <laughs> Cute ass little Cisco hair job, little dye, little tie jo- dye job on the top. You think Mac is adorable, don't he you? He is. Like, Ooh, he's a little cute, cutie bear. <laughs> he's like the little bear I never had. He's a grown man. He's older than you, isn't he? Yeah, he's old. He, <laughs> yeah. he is. He, he's grown as fuck. Got three goddamn kids. Yeah, and shit. three kids. I met man. his kids, or yeah. at least one of them. I thought. I think one. Two. And still, when you look at him, all you think of, you're like, look how cute he. There's been times where Mac will be like, like walking through the house. And yes, one of the kids was a midget. Case yeah. I know someone's like, wait a minute, you gotta go back to that, Mike. Was it? <laughs> Tell but me no, the truth. I've seen Mac walk through the house, and Mike will be in mid conversation, and then he just gets his ear to ear smile, and he's like, he's so cute. <laughs> Grown ass man. Yeah, <laughs> and and like, I'm zero percent gay, but I mean, you can't you can't be mad when a fucking midget shows up. What the fuck's <laughs> wrong with you? And look, like we're uh, lucky to be alive still. That's how you gotta. St- yeah. That's how you stay positive. There's plenty of shit to get negative about, but if you're still alive, you're winning. And then if you have someone who, if you just have one fucking person you could call, then you're winning. Yeah. And then if you have fucking and if you have midgets. food, electricity, somewhere to live. Like, I think people these days got it all fucked up because, like, back in my, back, you know, fucking five, six years ago, it was all about one thing, one thing first. Get their rent money. 
Food? Nah. Cell phone bill? Nah. Internet? Hell the fuck no. Yeah. Like, get that rent money, then the electric money. Because you could, I lived in houses it's rent, electricity. It's rent and electricity first. Because I can hide my car. They won't repo it. Yep. I can find Wi-Fi somewhere. Yep. But the thing is, you got to have a place you can go home to. Because nothing's worse than being exhausted, broke, tired as fuck, and having nowhere to go to. I feel like this is my uh, my flu game. Like, because I didn't almost I, several times I didn't want to do the show. I was like, man, I want to break the streak. Yeah. And you were my Scotty Pippen, Miguel. Yeah. You, you held me when I was when I was frail. I said, <laughs> get in there, MJ. Get back in the goddamn game. There was um. I still feel very like ugh, like. I weird. can tell, man. You're 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 still you're coming back from the food poisoning, but I think I think. Uh, I think also something that gets us is when we're here doing the podcast, what people don't get is it's late at night and we've worked today. You know, we worked all day. And we yeah, got we're in. like, we don't just show up on the set like, oh, it's time to be funny. No, like we've already, me and Miguel's already had 49 different fucking uh, uh, discrepancies with each other. Yeah. We're frustrated with this or that. Or this yeah. got broke or stolen or Someone threw away a fucking six hundred dollar vacuum cleaner, and we both have something we have For the to do. Three year goddamn warranty. <laughs> we both have something we have to do the first thing when we wake up tomorrow. You know, it's, it's like we're getting ready to film a, a TV show yeah. on, Tues- on Tuesday. We have a members weekend, members weekend TV show, and then another project we're working on, which we'll talk more about. We're after gonna go members save. Weekend. We're gonna try to go save someone's life. Yeah, and, and all of you know who he is, and it's a lot of work, and that's the thing, man. Like. I like when we have like this model. fucking blowjobs and partying. Mm-mm. When we had these models over, it was cool to have people really appreciate the house and stuff. But, you know. That's where I get my reward from is when I see people. It's like the gift that keeps giving because I've learned that there is. <laughs> take it from me. There's never enough physical shit that's going to be like, all right, I'm good now. Yeah. Literally during the commercial, Jeff was forwarding me links to play balls. Yeah, Jeff. Stop that. And I was shit. over here price checking. I'm like, well, it's only $50 cheaper, and these balls are brand new. Now, that's going to be a no. We're going to pass on that one, Jeff. Yeah. They're like my uh, they're like my fucking drug dealers in rehab. Like, hey, what can you get me? Just sneak it in here. Hey, man, I got some of them balls if you're looking. No, man, I, I no more than 24 inches of balls. No, I need, I need thousands of balls, Jeff. I need more balls. What's the, what's the purchase you're glad you didn't make that you wanted really badly, and you're really glad now you didn't oh. make it? Uh, I tried to buy Hulk Hogan's uh, Dodge Viper. I'm glad he, I'm glad that didn't come to. A, you tried uh, to buy that just for Charles too, really. I tried. Yeah, I tried to buy it for someone else. I didn't even try to buy it for me. I don't. I don't get. I can't fit in those little tiny ass cars. My friend, my, my friend that I did the wedding for, Jacob, his family owns like race cars. Like they make them. And he's like, oh, you want? I mean, he's gotten drunk enough. That he's definitely almost give me a couple. Yeah. He has millions of dollars in cars, and I could not fit in not a goddamn one of them. You know, the first time I rode in a Lamborghini, my shoulders touched the seat but my back didn't because it scoops in and it was too small so both sides of my shoulders touched the back of the car and the rest of my back didn't and we drove for an hour and i was like this is the worst oh, shit matt ever. from hornblasters.com used the promo code Busey. he fucking took me around his lambo and he's like hey you want a coconut i was like coconut i how the fuck are we gonna fit anything in this goddamn car <laughs> i'm already leaning to the side like yeah. fucking uh the flintstones i had i had to have the window down 
yeah. so I could have half of my body hanging outside of it. You don't look cool. You can't, yeah, you can't get cool pulling up. Uh-uh. You Valet that cool. thing and just yeah. fucking flop out like the ball. The hardest thing to get out is the Lamborghini to get out of it when you're fat because in, in, in other movies, like hot chicks get out and these cool guys get out and they throw one leg out. And they go, when you're fat and you're getting out of the Lamborghini, you literally flop out of it. It's like the Wolf of Wall Street. Like you have to just throw your body out of that shit. It's not comfortable. Yeah. And you don't look cool with your arm hanging out the side of the Lamborghini like it's a Dodge Ram, you know? I always had the mentality. I was like, all right, if I ever had enough money to get one, which I've, I've obviously made enough to get a, a few, I just was like, man, I'd rather have a submarine or a fucking <laughs> a fire truck or other – other. Uh, I, thank God. Thank God I didn't catch the, like, exotic car bug. Thank God. But I definitely got the RV, tour bus, oh fucking Shagwire is- van, fucking you name it. I've been all about that shit. All you want is tiny houses all the time. We have an argument, guys. We have a once a week. This argument. is a real. This is a real. This truth. is a real once. Not a week that anything argument. we ever said is a lie. This yeah. is all true fucking show. But we what have, he's about to talk about is a very we have once sensitive a week subject. Throw down arguments for at least ten to fifteen minutes. It's the same argument between each of us. Neither of us are introducing new facts, but it's the it's same, same argument. Like ten things we go into. Yeah. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> why? You're not a trailer park kingpin. You don't he, have to go back to the trailer park. And Mike, to Mike's credit, I'm going to tell you this. Mike has a theory that if he's renting out the trailers to a lot of people, there's always a stream of income coming in. And I get that. Shh, hold on. One of my renters is possibly in here. <laughs> but we're always arguing because what will happen is, and this is me, me just saying the truth, it'll go from kind of sound like, yeah, if we get like a $10,000 trailer and we're charging somebody $700 a week, you know, and this, 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 we could pay the trailer Whoa, off. Oh, $700 a week? Uh, we, God we, damn, that's a nice-ass trailer. No, $700 a month. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, $700 a month. We could blah, blah, blah. But then it gets to like, and what we could do is... We could make it where they can't bring people over. <laughs> I'm like, they're going to bring people over no, if they no, live no. on it. I, I basically have always wanted to have that, like, worst-case scenario. I've been doing the dumb-dumb math, the worst-case scenario math my whole life. So I'm like, okay, if rent is this much or the mortgage is this much or the bills are this much, i got to know i got to at least cover this much to keep going. So everyone needs a place to live, and why not want to live here? So I'm like, fuck, you know. If I have enough fucking places for, for people to live, then I'll be like the, the fucking trailer park fucking landlord or whatever. It don't matter if it's tiny houses, cottage. I've looked at a little bit of everything. Okay. <laughs> what also. Got a few quotes out there floating around. I want to bring this up to anybody who's listening around. I was like, holy shit. I want to live at the Sausage Castle. It's like an old feudal empire. You also serve. Like, we can draft oh, yeah. you. Oh, we yeah. can draft you. And we can draft your house. <laughs> At any goddamn given time, you might be woken up to Roman candles, blowjobs, fucking a, a camera, or us clowns. Being, or us being like, we need to move Corn your tiny man. house. Yeah. We're shooting hey, a video here. Listen, oh, uh, yeah, we're about to film a music video right here. Could you just move this shit the fuck out of the way? Or, hey, I'm, I got I to gotta let you stay at the house. Because we rented the tiny houses out. And we Steven was a part of a, a paintball uh, battle. And he's like, I don't know. what he. I guess he thought he was a fucking goddamn Indian. And he just fucking, this was his land or some shit. He's like, <laughs> this land does not belong to Mike Busey. This is, I live in here. Steven was involved in a paintball battle with like a multi-platinum rapper uh, or R&B singer shooting <laughs> paintballs at his house. Yeah. And that then, turned into a debacle with uh, other people fighting and getting all crazy, you know. And just the moral story the is, Stephen, don't put your trailer park on 
No Man's Land. <laughs> Steven had to move his trailer before, though, I think, too, right? Like, uh, this is the second move he had to do. No, this is how bad it was. Before Steven even got the job and started working, I was like, yo, if you're going to go on tour, you got to paint that shit. <laughs> I was like, don't worry. I got the boys at Home Depot picking up a nice little pastel color. You're going to love it. Yeah, it was like Scooby-Doo blue. Yeah, and it was basically blue before I think, like, he even, like, drove it out of the parking lot. And I had I, some random members just showed up and just started painting it. In one of the I warehouses. Think JT was there too. I, I think uh, I remember he came in. I think he put decals on it. Everyone's like, oh, I can't wait to go over there. I was like, yeah, you better watch out, motherfucker. You better hope I'm sleeping, boy, because I'll put you on some projects. Johnny, Johnny painted it. I remember that because he kept walking away. Like, that motherfucker would go. Johnny was the kind of dude who would go. You're like, this is your assignment. Got it. And he would walk over there. I'm a workaholic, Miguel. I think that's the, the point of the story is, is if, if we got any wind in our steam and our, our sails, I'm ready to keep moving. Well, that's, yeah. That's the insanity of me. Because like, yeah. the OCD and the workaholicness and in the sense of like. But also it's because it's yours, your dream. Because I know we swap stories about working for other people and we both were like, fuck this job. Oh, yeah. no, cause, And that's why I, I didn't never sign up to be a boss. I wasn't trying to be no one's fucking boss. I just wanted to, you know, build an empire and a way of life that that uh, that I enjoyed. And, and then and I come to find out many other people also enjoyed. But. What I found out years later is they didn't. They like the thought of the life, but they don't like the work that goes into the life. Right. Like, oh, I gotta call my own pussy over here. Oh, I'm out. You know. <laughs> it felt. We talked about uh, Joe and Brian Idol cockblocking Robert so bad that they've actually decided to fucking. Uh, they, they're oh, flying yeah. a, 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 one of her followers in, and she says she's down to have consensual sex with you, Robert. So let's hope they're vampire bring, chick a, doesn't hear this show. There's a member who. Uh, Who's got a thing for Robert? And uh, we're gonna bring her. We're gonna bring her down. Joe and uh, and Brian Idol are gonna. When I say Joe and Brian Idol, <laughs> Brian Idol is gonna bring her down. Yeah. Joe's like, yeah, I helped. You know, I fucking uh, googled the flight. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Yo, I think Brian Idol had to Google the flight anyway. Just like any production we've ever done, there's always gonna be like, there's. We're trying to take calm right now, but I want to punch someone in the throat. Because apparently something's going on with the camera. Let's just roll with it, baby. Yeah, we're not going to roll with it, but yeah. I just want to fucking remind y'all I had one fucking goddamn job. No, they're yeah. just trying to listen to a goddamn podcast. Yeah, but, you know, fucking, uh, they deserve more. They, the members, they, they, they want to see They want to see us. They, they want to see Abdul yeah. sitting here on the fucking, we could do a whole show about the things Abdul has done. We, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about when you had your flip out when we were doing the fucking, uh, the Columbia draft for who gets to go. And, uh. And, and and we were just we were missing a camera because it, everybody's camera was being used. I'm a man and of purpose. Mike was stressed the fuck Miguel. out, and he's like rolling the tumbler. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna get to see who the fuck wins this, even though one of the cameras is off." And I felt like it was like Christmas when like your dad is like, "Open the presents." I spent all my fucking money buying. Yeah, because I'm like fucking crook. Clark Griswolds like oh we're going to goddamn Wally World motherfuckers I don't care if goddamn grandma's dead on top of this station wagon or not we're fucking going and you're gonna fucking love it well, we're bringing- gonna pull a gun out on John Candy and tell him to start this right up we're going we um I'm a man gonna- of, I'm in a I'm in a principal you're a vibe man I'm a vibe man. you're a vibe I, I, I want I want this I, I want people to come here and be like you know this is fucking magical because We've seen people throughout history, and we see people right now that that have been in fortunate positions that didn't take advantage of the situation to its full potential. Do you ever catch yourself, and I'm just asking for real, 
realizing that that you've made a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, oh, like yeah. yeah, like you're like, oh, oh, I'm derailing all of this, and that wasn't actually a detail that mattered that much. Yeah, like That's, the, yeah. you know how you joke around with, about me straightening out the hot dogs in the hot dog yeah. roller. I caught myself doing it twice this weekend. Really? Yeah, I swear to God. I even stopped and smiled and looked around, and no one saw me. I was like, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> swear to God. Cause that, because that's going to, like, I mean, we've talked about this with, the, like, the vending machine. Like, you, you have a science, to, and I know not mocking you, you have a science to, like, how to make things attractive. And that's how you want the vending machine done because you. you I mean, I've tricked a lot that. of women to having sex with me because essentially, so right, gotta, right. I know. <laughs> uh, you gotta throw a little spice on it. You know, wash your butthole, spray some cologne on, have a good positive. You used to attitude. wear. You used to wear women's cologne. You used to, or women's perfume. And you said yeah. it worked, right? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, because if a girl likes the way you smell, and if you smell feminine, then you know she's down to get down with the girls too. You know what I'm talking about? That's a party. <laughs> And you know your boy likes his women's in ones, twos, threes, and fours, and fives, and sixes. Better watch out, man. Ben going to smell that on you and be like, let's get weird. Man, I've had – that's a whole subject that I get a lot of requests on. They want to they wanna hear details about the sexual conquest. Yeah. And I don't – like, that's what sucks because when I do die, there's going to be so many people that are going to say so much, like, fucking disgusting you talked shit. about that you worried about that we talked about it's it on not i'm podcast. worried i just my biggest fear is not getting my entire story out there before but I it's die. not gonna happen i can't i can't rely on these motherfuckers to have a goddamn Man. cord charging but what do you think they're gonna do at my funeral do you but, think, i mean like, the, oh my gosh i should go in there and edit all these videos that we've got paid to fucking do but the, i sometimes pay the same camera guy three four five times to fucking finish the same shit we've already paid him to do Years ago, and they're like, "Well, Mike, for five hundred dollars a video, I'll fucking get that right up there." I'm like, "You know, I already paid you like three times for this." So yeah, I want to blow my brains out sometimes because I do have a story, uh, and I want everyone to see everything. I want them, like, I want them to understand this isn't just about fucking getting your dick sucked. This isn't just about like fucking off and and having fun. This is about like a way of life to just enjoy it, work hard, being a good dude, and yes. Getting your dick sucked all the time doesn't make you a bad person. Because so many yeah. people are so quick to, like, throw in the sexual stuff or the crazy, like, fun shit. And they don't see the sincere side. Because inside of it, I'm just like a big fucking baby. I, I love, like, creating a positive, fun emotion out of somebody. I yeah. want them to – I want to save Christmas. I want to fucking let a veteran know how much he means to, to this country. I want to, like, help that person that's in that situation that – that just everyone needed everyone at one point in their life needed that just that little extra hand to get them to that next level. What do you what do you think honestly like your biggest insecurity is? Because I mean, other than my fucking abnormally fucking fat body and small penis, but I don't think you're insecure about your body. You're so no, fucking, I gave up a long time. But, ago. but I think that's something that's enlightening at this house because um, you're not insecure and you don't you don't fuck with other people's bodies and you. I, I mean, I literally have seen you. Look at people that have the kind of bodies, and I'm not talking fat or just all types of things in their bodies that other people will stare at or think about. Uh, but um, but I, I've never seen you make anyone feel uncomfortable about their body, and I don't ever see you be uncomfortable as much as you're just open and honest. So I've never thought your body, anything about your body Thanks, is insecure. Miguel. Seriously, bro. Thanks. I've never thought about you, you you've you've never made anyone feel insecure about their bodies and I don't think you're insecure about yours. But what do you think is something that you know you're insecure about? Because you're so passionate. Passionate people 
I think generally have a couple insecurities that might be big to them. You know, like they're so passionate and gung ho about some things. And I think one of my personally, I think from watching your story, you know, for the past 10 years and being part of your life is the idea that you mentioned just earlier that the world won't hear your story. But I, I also think as your friend, I got to tell you, they're not going to. Yeah, we're I, never I, gonna get that story all to, the way out, you know. I mean, we can't get a story out of me on this fucking podcast. I mean, how, yeah. do, you, how do you how do I expect one person aimlessly looking through the internet to watch one video or see one photo? What sums it up? And I, I think the most powerful thing is love. Yeah. To to show that positive loving thing, because you can post a thousand photos of midgets. Lord knows I have hot chicks, crazy fun shit. The, the most famous person in the world could be like in their living room, you know, which I've had most of most of my life. I've yeah. been, I've literally heard, and number one tonight I'm doing this fucking, and here he is, this guy, yeah. this person sitting next to me, having his birthday party in my living room. Very surreal moments that that I always say that Hollywood spends millions of dollars trying to recreate that happens on a Monday night in my living room. Right, and that's the beauty of me sharing which is this podcast is like a, an extension of me and your life and the shit we've been through. And uh, I can't think of anyone else to better share it with because there's, there's no one out there who can go down a dark, deep, um, sincere tunnel that you can. At the same time, we can make a fucking stupid, ridiculous, dark, disgusting joke about something else and then go right back into this. And, you know, it's just... Cause I, think I my, feel like I owe it to the people yeah. out there who can't keep going in a way. Not that I'm like some like ph- philanthropist fucking, oh, just keep going, guy. Because in a way, yeah, I, I do feel philanthropistic. Yeah. I don't know if that's a word or not. Philanthropic. Whatever. But there's love is like the most powerful thing you can display because if you, if you love everybody and, and you accept, you, you just got to learn to accept people and you know that, hey, that's just, that's just who they are and that's how they're going to be. And maybe you can push them or be positive or try to push them into a, a, a better direction but you can't make anyone fucking do what they don't want what, to do. What I think is interesting about you is coming from a foster home background and coming from a lot of like the strife and stuff you dealt with oddly enough as jaded as some things are to you you're not jaded about love acceptance and family even though those were some of the things you never had and you didn't see a lot of and yet you never gave up on the That's dream the of that. Psychoanalyzation of what the sausage castle is. It's like a uh, it's, an it's like my yeah. security blanket that when this wasn't perfect or going to 15 different schools, living in seven different states or all that stuff, the sausage castle is the only thing that's been consistent in my life and 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 uh those type of things are kind of like the core of what it is and, and how do i put this in an instagram post right. how, even if i did even if we had this deep sincere talk every single podcast episode somebody be like yo whatever man where's the pussy bro right and that's kind of like the real tragedy of my life is that not that i'm like jesus or martha king or something trying to change the world but it's like all i really wanted to do is just love people and, and let them see that doesn't matter what you've been through or where you've been. You can still, like, hold on to that, that next opportunity, that next breath of air. And you can, you, can, you can literally fucking do whatever you want if you really, really wanted it. I think one of the, uh, 
one of the most vulnerable times I've ever seen you in was when they were going to take away Sausage Castle 7. And me and you were, we were figuring out, we went to go see the county commissioners and we sat there together and... I know we, exactly what you're talking about. We learned there was nothing we could do in the fight. It was just about how much time we had left. I fucking cried like a baby. We were My broken, eyes are man. Now, just talking about we were broken, and I, and I don't think I'd ever seen you that broken, and you've been the leader of this band of misfits, and at that moment, we knew we had no fight left. It was just about how much time we had, and even the guy, the county commissioner guy, or the, or the, the, the guy from um, code enforcement was like... You know, it was it was one of those moments. I'm it was one of those moments, like in a movie, where you meet the guy who you thought was your enemy the whole time, and he's basically like, "Buddy, I, I don't want you to, I don't want you to lose everything either." You know, like, yeah, like it was, him, whatever, yeah, but. yeah. But I mean, the thing was, we had no, no one could do anything for us at that moment. No one could do anything for us, and that was a vulnerable moment. I had fought for for so long, and uh, ten years was the longest I ever lived in one place without any type of. It's your whole life. In your whole life, ten years. Even alone. even as a kid, me and my sister, I would see my parents fight, and you don't know what that is. You're like, yeah. oh, why is mom and dad fucking fighting? You don't know what it is. And then when when you see that them breaking up, or you're moving around, oh, I'm gonna go stay with grandma for a while. Oh, we're gonna stay with papa. We're gonna go here. Oh, da da da. Gonna live with some monkeys. You know, fucking no real monkeys. Yeah. Like you know, real monkeys, like seven real monkeys. Yeah, as we said, macaques. Yes, and a baboon. Anyways, um. That that incon that that unsurety of like oh, what what's tomorrow going to bring like everyone wants to have stability yeah and I gambled on like you know hey I had every single fucking job you could think of in almost every single realm other than aerospace which if I think long enough maybe I did I don't know but I had a lot of fucking jobs in healthcare food and beverage hospitality sales you fucking name it construction landscaping. Every fucking job and uh, every one of those jobs led back to the same thing. I was like, God damn, there's got to be fucking more. I felt like I had cracked some type of Da Vinci code. And it sounds fucking silly to say this, but society is all like I feel fooled into thinking, no, this is what you do. You go to high school, you graduate, be a good boy, you go to college. You get a degree, you get a nice job, you find your nice girl, you knock her up, you get, you have some fucking kids, and, and bada bing, bada boom, and you fucking, you know, that's it. And I've seen, luckily, I grew up in an era, we both did, that we saw uh, families fall apart, divorce fucking rates go right. through the roof. I was like, oh, I don't know, man, I don't know yeah. if this shit's, I feel like I was early on the stock market on life, I was like, ah, I don't know, man, it's got to be, so you trying to tell me fucking Uncle Dutter does fucking. I'm going to sell. You know? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. He looks pretty fucking miserable. I, yeah. I don't think he's got his dick sucked in a yeah. while. And it's not about getting your dick sucked, but goddamn, a, a dick, a blowjob goes a long way. You've never it seen really no kid does. shoot up a fucking school fresh off a blowjob. <laughs> you know? When Robert decides to kill us all, it won't be after a blowjob. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know? So it, it's a. Uh, fuck, the blowjobs are like the, the small perks around here. Yeah. Just like, and it's not because. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, yeah, girls suck your dick or they fuck you because you have money. Like, well, I, got, I got bad news for you, Blair. Uh, they've been sucking my dick when I was really, really fucking broke. And yeah. I would tell them, like, like oh, yeah. Hey, you going to buy me some McDonald's or something? What I don't think some people get is, bro, all you got to, like. So be a good person. Be a good person. And then also spend some time being entertaining. I mean, when you lived in a haunted house looking house that you lived in the closet. 
We didn't have any fucking money over there. I'm like but the clown at the gift shop. Like, hey, yeah. y'all want another tour? But, sure, you can stay the night. You want to move in? Yeah. But I mean, something that you always did was you made people feel entertained and they wanted to come back. And that's so important. You know, like making people feel like, hey, this is a good place to be. I want to hang out. It is like, it's like being, if I was a drug dealer, it's like making good money, but the hard way. Yeah. Because I stress about things that no one ever will stress about. I'm, I'm also a prisoner of my own environment. Like the moment there's not like pussy here or a bunch of crazy shit. Yo, Post Malone's not coming over. What the fuck? And, and you it's personally, like, oh, though. Daria, do I not fucking entertain you? The shark head and the corn man and the goddamn roulette table and the fucking puppets and the goddamn flat screen TVs everywhere. And the, it just, are you not entertained? And, and there's, it's never enough. And I think we've talked about this before. Something about you is, too, is there's sort of a discomfort in you when you're not home. Oh, for it. That's why. One of my bucket list things was to own a goddamn tour bus, and I made that bitch my home. Yeah, and, the, and when you're in that tour bus, this weekend we got it. We got to hang out. You slept on. Oh, the bus I, this I love the bus. You know, I love the back of the bus because it has that hum. It's cold. The back of the tour bus is the most comfortable uh, bed in the house, in my opinion. You pass right out in that thing. We're not on tour. I love being on stage. Yeah, like entertaining people. Like you know, we we definitely took a financial hit, just like yeah. many other people have. Uh, I've had to. Weather through some crazy shit. I've had to toughen up. I had to be like, you know, uh, a part of me likes it. Yeah. I know it's disgusting in the head, but a part of me laughs in the face of fucking, of like the craziness. I'm like, oh yeah, well, I've been here before, motherfucker. I got the goddamn shirt to prove it. I think, I think some of it is you've spent so much time, and I'm going to say it like this, being unsuccessful. I don't mean being unsuccessful, but I mean fighting for success that relaxing with success is a very scary feeling for you oh yeah well the whole like you know as the wise prophet mr notorious big says more money more problems that shit yeah. that shit's 100 percent true yeah i even feel like it's more money new problems oh all kinds all kinds of new problems and shit you're like wait a minute i don't know if you guys have ever been through an irs audit but you'll spend six months answering the same fucking questions now where did this four thousand dollars to geico go to did, did we tell you about that guys they asked us where the fucking money to geico what again, that was for again, and then they just today. asked us again what the money for geico was for and we're like it's for geico motherfuckers geico and they're like and what was it for and we're like, insurance. And they were like, okay, so Geico's insurance? I'm like, yeah. It's so easy a fucking caveman can know it. I thought an IRS agent would figure it out. Apparently the IRS's uh, marketing department's a little fucking uh, dusty and rusty on the fucking popular culture. Yeah. They were like, had a, we had an IRS agent come here for five fucking hours and walk around and be like, so. We talked about it before because we talked about the Ricky do? Martin thing with them. Yeah? So, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you, Miguel, because I probably went on a two-hour conversation about that one. Um, but the thing is, it, it's all new stuff. And we've talked before about how we're not the guys to be doing some of the jobs we're doing. No, fuck no. We I don't want to be doing this shit. Okay, so there's a common thing. Me and Michael go out to go, you know, the doctor's office, the bank, to see the lawyer, whatever. And we'll get in the SUV and we'll drive and we'll both just be like, let's not come back. Let's just keep driving. See, I, I've said, I tweeted this one night. I was in my fields. I was like, you know, we spend our whole life trying to find happiness and then when we find it we spend our whole life trying to stay there yeah because i don't know if i stole that from somebody else or a mixture of a little bit of everything i don't know but but it's right it came from my fucking heart and my mind one late night and i was like fuck i think about it when you find this girl you really like 
You spend the whole time trying to get with her. And then you got to spend the whole time trying to keep the relationship going, you know? Well, I came into some super hippie shit when it comes to relationships. Like a long time. I'd say like eight years ago, I had this like this an epiphany in my mind. I was like, oh, wow, this is what it is. And uh, I call it the, the butterfly analogy because. Hold it too tight. Well, kind of. Kind I'll of. get there. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to make this as fast as possible, believe it or not. So. We travel in life, and a lot of us get hung up thinking, oh, I'm going to date this girl for a month or six months, a year. We get married, and we spend the rest of our life together. Nothing is forever. Right. They're right now somewhere in a nursing home. Some poor lady lost her husband. Right. Her husband lost her wife, and they've been married fucking 65 years and shit. You know, they got fucking World War II photos together and stuff. He's dipping her like the fucking sailor and the the, the nurse picture. And it's like the, they fucking, she was a virgin. They, ah, she lost her virgin, the virginity in the back of a pink Cadillac convertible at a drive Then he shipped off and she had to take care of the boys who were coming back home. And he but, caught VD know. and he's got yeah. fucking 12 <laughs> Guam children floating around. I was around. about to say, he went to that Thai whorehouse and, you know. Yeah. So anyways. Loved Mei Ling. Back in the day. But reality is, nothing is forever. Yeah. And uh, I've learned to look at relationships and it's a disgusting way to think about it. It is. It's so disgusting. But it's it saved me a lot of heartache. And a, a pimp player in house every now and then he'll slip up. You're like, oh shit. Pimps don't cry. You know, you gotta cry them crocodile tears. Like, oh no, chin up, boy, chin up. You know, plus washing them down with all these other blowjobs and fucking having multiple sex with beautiful hot young women that are way too hot to be having sex with you definitely help. However, um, it doesn't always bury that deep dark uh lonely feeling you have inside right because i can tell you how awesome my life is but i can also tell you down fucking how fucking horrible it is but i'm not gonna sit here and be a little bitch and cry about like oh i'm not one to really good will you ask for this i don't ask for this life yeah i asked for this fucking life yeah i may have not read the entire goddamn instruction manual didn't read the details just like most text messages i get that are more than a paragraph um <laughs> I have a very bad attention span when it comes to certain shit. It's like buying a Mogwai that turns into a gremlin, you know? It's, it looks cool, but... Don't say the word gremlin, because I'll go on a five-hour story about a grim, Gremlins the movie and shit. <laughs> I saw a gremlin I wanted to buy today. It was a toy. <laughs> I wish it was real. <laughs> you so, would have so been delicious. that dude, though, at the gremlin dude's store, like... I will buy all of my them. fucking money. And yeah. also, I need those balls for that ball pit we were talking about. Yes. Um... So relationships, I look at them like this. You have to love them in the moment you are with with them. Right. So so if you're like in a, in a meadow somewhere, in a beautiful meadow, yeah. and it's beautiful outside, and a beautiful little monarch butterfly lands on your elbow, and you're like, oh, wow, look at it. It's beautiful. And you see it, and you're like, you know what, man? This, this butterfly could fucking... Me and this butterfly could work out, man. This, this butterfly could be hanging here for the rest of my life. And you know it's not going to happen. It could be there for five seconds, five minutes, yeah. five hours. It could die there, but it's going to eventually leave you. Yeah. And if, if we all were learned, if we all learned to just love everyone in the moment they pass our, pass our lives, whatever, whatever, whatever intersection of life we meet up at, if we just wave and smile and just be a good person, I know it's a very hippie bullshit, like, uh, imagine John Lennon type right. of vibe, but that's the way, you know, because who wants to be fucking a 45-year-old chick when you're fucking 65 anyways? I mean, you want those hot young ones that are fucking <laughs> keep you up, keep you young, you know? 
I'm like a vampire. I'm fucking these hot 21-year-old chicks. That's how I stay. Taking their life force. Take, I suck their, their life away a little bit. I take like a good 10 years from them. It keeps me, keeps me going, you know? It was going beautiful. And then <laughs> so anyways, if you just be the best person you can in that moment and appreciate them and know that one day they're going to go land on someone else's elbow and they're probably going to tell them how much they love it there and and ask for cell phone money. And, yeah. Hey, can I you mind if I st- crash a couple nights here? Yeah. Or they'll go on Instagram and say, oh, I'm in love with this person and da 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 da. And sure, you might do all these other things for this butterfly and this and that. But you got to know that it's not the first and it won't be the last. And until you're dead in the ground, just just enjoy what comes to you in that moment. But don't have like, all right, I'm never going to see this person again. But you got to have in the back of your mind just like, yo, man, it, it's I'm enjoying yeah. this. And I hope when I wake up, you're still here. But it, And could you please make my bed and vacuum my floor? And is, is a hot dog too much to ask for? Blow job. I but tell, if it keeps going, then fucking keep going. I tell you, when you talk about happiness and things like that, one of the things I noticed about me right now that I was actually kind of proud of is I was like, you know, I still smile at people when I'm wearing a mask, when I go out in public. And it's not because at that point I realized. That means you're real. Yeah, and I, honest to God, I had a great moment about that. I was like, yeah, I still smile at people even though they can't see me because I do feel me smiling affects how I feel about the moment. I, cut a, I went to Walmart with you. Yeah. First time I've been to Walmart since this whole uh, Yeah, bullshit. this is only like your seventh time out, too, since March. Yeah, and uh, we've been counting for y'all who don't yeah. know. Since March 4th, seven times I've been out. Almost one, one for every podcast that's been out, so we got to do an oh, eighth wow. for this one. Oh, wow. Where will you go next? <laughs> but, yeah, I remember in the Soto aisle, I remember joking around. I heard this lady yell for her husband. I was like, ooh, you in trouble? And I had my little fucking little American flag mask on. Yeah. Like a good little obedient civilian. Yeah. And uh, I fucking heard the guy laugh. <laughs> yep. I'm always in trouble. And I can't see his face. But I, but I felt like I was, in a way, still connecting with a random human in yeah. the middle of all this bullshit. Yeah. Which felt kind of yeah. good. Because I, like, I feel like there is a psychological. I'm not going to go into all that shit. But there's definitely a psychological fucking detachment well, from 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 this the stuff that's going on from being isolated and not whether it's whether it's supposed to be yeah whatever but psychologically is definitely has probably fucked up people a lot of people who, mentally people who don't connect with other people uh i know it for, I, I have to know it for a fact man i see them they they lose a spark of how good the day could be i've been on the road i was on the road with these comics we were going through kansas and uh we were going to kansas city missouri excuse me and we were like, you know, kind of like back roadsy areas, and everybody we passed was in a truck. You know, guys in the truck always give you that two finger wave when they got their hands on the steering yeah. wheel. They kind of lift the two finger. And every, and I was driving. Every time I drove, I waved back. And a buddy of mine was like, "Just stop fucking waving." And he was angry. You ever meet those people? That are, he's like, "Oh my god, they keep fucking waving." And I'm like, "Bro, just fucking wave back." Yeah. It's just little courtesy. Little courtesy. Those people, are the people that are that got deeper issues. There. Yeah, man, they're, they're angry. Holding they're, they're holding on to a lot of anger. And I don't want to be that. I never want to be the person holding on to a lot of anger. I know, I know how. And there's times when you know they say ignorance is bliss. There's times when I see people who got duped, who don't care, and I'm like, man, shout out to that guy. Like the people who give homeless people money no matter what, they don't give a fuck if the guy's gonna blast off a rock or if he's gonna go buy a bottle of water. They just are like, hey, I got a dollar. What does it matter to me? And that's how I feel about it sometimes because I'm like, bro, I lose money. I, I fucking don't take my change out of a vending machine because my fat ass doesn't want to bend down. 
it's that feeling I've always said it feels so it feels so selfless to give but yet it's selfless to give because you're getting something in return yeah. because it feels good to give the selfishness of giving outweighs its selfishness almost you know like the selflessness of the oh, excuse me the selflessness of giving outweighs and that's why you know you you see you see the guys some guys on TV and stuff they're making it all about themselves when they give uh, you know, or there's a lot of people. One of the worst things I can do is there's a lot of people who give what they want to give you and get mad because it's not what you like. You know, it's not, it's not about any of that. It's, it, it's it's purely where your heart is, and and in, if there's a if there's a sincere connection to where they truly appreciate it, and they the best is when you could do something for somebody who can't do something for themselves, right? And it actually helps them in a more a positive long term effect. Like I've had some people who are like, yo, man, listen. When, I've had people come into my life and apologize. Like, yo, man, I just want to say sorry. I was, I was on drugs. I was being a fucking young and dumb. And I just want to say thank you for fucking just keeping it 100 with me and blah, 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 blah. And there was a point back at the old house, man. And I know you don't really get into this, like, fucking, fucking bullshit. But the laws of attraction, man, like, kind of, like, when I, I, uh, I, I watched this video that my hairdresser, her name was Mary Donovan. She's the one who started this skunk bullshit that I just broke away from uh, down the streak of my hair. And, uh, she was like, hey, watch this. It'll change your life. I'm like, oh, Jesus, right? I watch this shit. Yeah. And the whole, the whole concept of it is just like being positive, even in the face of just disparity. And it does have a psychological effect. Whether all the fucking scientific fucking Whoa. physics of shit is real, I don't know. I truly believe but this. If you like, like I, I know people that have like vision boards. They put the thing they want on a board, and every day they look at it. You know, you're inside my vision board. Yeah. So whether he, I'm not saying you in general, yeah. but anyone wants to say, oh, that's like a bunch of hokey pokey shit. What's next, Mike? The yeah. stones and the fucking crystals. Whoa! I, I take it. I I, I draw this a limit is, on lizard people and the crystals, right? <laughs> this is the, what I think about things like vision boards, and I really mean this. Uh, if you have a visual goal of what you want, you will keep your eyes open for the angles to get there. And you know? subliminally, like, you see all, like, the guns hanging up. For years, I had, like, a shitty high point 45. Remember that high big point L- 45? Big LA gave me. It's like the... It's like the gun you give that when you're like, oh, I like this guy. I'm going to give him a gun. It's but. like if you're going to use this to murder somebody, bring a knife, too, just in case. Oh, Big LA definitely had. Thank God that gun's no longer my possession. I yeah. think probably definitely had some bodies on it. Yeah. But uh, it got stolen, actually, when we came here. So whoever stole that, uh, fuck off. Yeah. You probably have a couple of bodies on your gun. If you, have, if you stole a high point, uh, you know, I hope you don't run into trouble with it because it is not going to be there for you. Yeah. So, uh I remember having like some shitty drywall screws above my head and it's like, man, one day I'm going to have like a whole wall of guns everywhere. And then fast forward like three years later, I'm like, oh shit. I've always like wanted to have a room that looks like the goddamn price is right. And here we are. Yeah. Sequence curtains as far as I can see. I believe in visualizing. So visualizing your goal is 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 100% in my opinion. 100% necessary because if you don't visualize your goal, like it, like daydream, if you don't daydream about your goals, if you daydream about other stuff, that's all you're going to focus your day on. When you focus on your goals, 
you spend time finding angles to get you there. The best way I can think about it is, remember when you were in, like, high school? I always remember being, like, especially first couple days of school, and there was some, like, girl that you were just attracted to a couple seats down from you. And you wanted to talk to her, but you, I remember tons of times knowing in my head, like, all right, just wait, wait for it. Wait for the opportunity to really do. And that's, like, the same thing with the vision board. Wait for the opportunity, but if you're not thinking about it, if you're not thinking about it all the time, you're going to let that opportunity slip. And don't obsess either. Don't obsess, but I mean, just there think was, a lot. Miguel, there was a, there was a point in my life back at the old house that where uh, I literally had like a list of people I wanted to fucking murder. It was, it was bad. And I, would had, I was bottling up all this negative energy for so long. And one late night, it just, I just hit a wall and I was like, I was so emotional and I was crying and I was just like, I was just like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I don't, I don't care. Sure, they did me wrong, or sure, I think they did me wrong, or whatever be the case. In most cases, they definitely did me wrong. But uh, I just fucking some, some, something inside of me just like, let it go, let it go, let it go. And I just I let it go, and literally those people started coming back into my life, and they were scared to come back. I, I seen one at a funeral. And then I had remember they had talked all this shit, and one of our homies had killed himself, uh, and he was one of the guys. I, I fucking was like, hey man, I don't fuck with you. You stole some money from me. Yeah. You stole this camera. Fuck you. And uh, the hardest thing I ever had to do is speak at his funeral and tell, look at his family in the face. It was one of those like, yo, if you don't speak at this funeral, you are a motherfucker. Right. And speaking, giving a speech in a moment or addressing a crowd when you have that gift. Because me and you have that gift yeah. of public speaking. A lot of people, it just freaks them the fuck out. I rocked I, a funeral I, one time where actually like, I, I was can up totally there for see like you four rocking. minutes and people were dying laughing and crying. And I was like, selfish moment. I was like, I'm fucking killing it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, totally, I totally get you on that vibe. Yeah. But I had to look dead front center in this, in the, at this, at this uh, funeral. And there was maybe 250 people there. And I mean, this guy was a cool dude. Man. Yeah. He had... He had Bitches in the hallway couldn't get a seat. He had a homies from high school. He had all his new friends. I had to look dead in the same. I said, "Hey, listen, I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be fake. I, I, I love this motherfucker. I had a great time with him, and so many stories. And I tell some stories. Da, da, da. You know, imagine Mike Busey's podcast at a funeral. <laughs> and I had to look right at the fucking family and say, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna keep a hundred. Uh, me and your son, we didn't end on good terms, and." uh I didn't even know what I was going to say. I had, I had no idea what I was going to say. I just pulled this out of my ass, which I know you definitely believe. <laughs> and I was like, hey, let this be a lesson to all of you. That's all I really had. I had like my Forrest Gump moment. What, like, well, what, all what was the set list like? Though? You're like speech, then no, Jetta, they lights. Uh, <laughs> bro, it was like we were on the far right side in the middle, and everyone had spoken. It was like, all right, anyone else? Anyone else? And everyone, I, sw- I felt like the room was shrinking everyone was looking at me and they were literally pushing me forward yeah and i was like fuck i gotta go and i was like yo man me and me and dude we had we had some we had a situation happen at the end and we ended on bad terms and uh i fucking wish it didn't happen that way that's just how i felt and i don't feel i don't i feel bad but then i don't feel bad right you're not guilty for what you did because you guys know you were bad terms you just wish that he would have had more time for you guys to at least. I, I heard like how he wanted to sneak over and dress up and like come hang out still and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, yo, why would 
He'd stole a thousand dollars in a camera from me. And right. I was like, that was thousand dollars, man. That's huge. That could that could have been you getting evicted. You know, like you don't oh, have super yeah. huge. And I was gonna kick his ass when I fucking addressed him. See, I, I probably like, hit problems with dope and everything, though, right? He was just an alcoholic. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was alcohol. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he left, and I knew that was the way I was hurting him more by taking away something he loved, like a, a place. Yeah. Anyways, he was on my list, and I had to tell his family, hey, yo, like, listen, if you got someone you love or you care about or, or you, even if you're not fucking sorry, just call him up and be like, yo, man, sorry about that one time five years ago. Yeah. Uh, fucking, you know, fucking sorry, bro. And once you release that negative energy inside of you, you become free. And when and- you apologize, you got to understand you can't expect people to accept it. You need to apologize because that's the right thing to do, not because you're hoping they'll be like, hey, no problem, buddy, you know? And you got to understand that it's just that's the way, as I say, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. If you wake up and stump your toe, the odds are, statistically, the rest of your day is going to be shit. Yeah. Because it's a series of shit, and that's kind of how like I feel like you know the laws of attraction work. Like, it goes back to blowjobs, though. Yeah, it all you goes back up, to a blowjob. You wake up to a blowjob. I don't like to start my day with blowjob because you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm an athlete, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I do my blowjobs after the game. <laughs> but it's uh, I know we went a long way around here. We no, we're talking good, serious though. shit because like I it's it's not that I need you to know, but I want you guys to know. And y'all who are watching, who subscribed and commented, liked, and are telling your friends, we appreciate it, man. We really do. We hope that something from Miguel's life or my life or anything just hits like this moment like no i'm dialed in like yeah you know we know robert's over fucking sleeping but uh and and that he'll miss the blessing because he may be holding on to some negative shit in his life he's like well damn mike I, maybe i listen I to the Bison, episode eight maybe i fucking want to change my life but you don't have to hear it like i could tell you all i want but i can't make you do shit and that that brings me to the next point is you can't expect people to do what you want you can't expect them to have the same passion desire the decency or any of that shit you just got to know that that's just how they are. And you got to like almost like crazy, like Jesus, like biblically, like just know that's just how they're going to be. And you accept them or you don't. And you can't you can't make them do anything different. And you also we were just talking about this thing. You also got to remember just because it's your dream doesn't mean it's theirs. Facts. And that's the thing that we run into a lot where you have to. And it's sometimes you have that in relationships. And that's a hard one in a relationship because you really you. You're with this person, and that, and you're you realize your dream doesn't matter to them, and that's hard sometimes, you know. It's like I look around sometimes. Everyone's working, and and a lot of people work really hard here. But then sometimes I'll see something like not sometimes. I'm like, God damn it! But then I gotta think like, what am I doing wrong for my own business? I could do this. I could do this. I could do that. So if I'm not gonna take this shit serious enough, how the fuck do I expect Joe Blow to take it serious? It's not even their goddamn dream or passion or anything. They just happen to be here. I've literally have made so many mistakes by putting people in the power and positions and and counting on them to where it actually cripples me. I've I've let other people that I've paid thousands upon thousands of dollars to do certain jobs that I thought they could do. And actually all I was doing is hurting myself. Of course, there's only so much time in the day, but sometimes I'm just better off doing, let's they say the old saying, if you want to do a job right, you got to do it your fucking self. Yeah. And, and sometimes you got to put people in the position that you know they care about to get that extra out of them, you know? Because like we said, we've had jobs where we didn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. we The whole job was... 
is to figure out how the fuck are we going to cheat the system yeah. every fucking day. And then there were jobs, like when you said, when you worked on that Disney boat, where you gave an overfuck. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's like uh, it's, sometimes we give tasks around here, some of the guys, even to you. Yeah. And I'll literally see y'all get so excited and giddy yeah. about doing it. And then I'm like, and I feel like in that moment, I'm doing somebody in this fucking crazy world, whatever the fuck it is. The simulation or whatever the fuck we're in, I feel like, man, I hope I'm doing them a good moment right now. I hope like they're at that moment in their life that they're they know where they're supposed to be and they're supposed to be here with me. It's kinda how the universe is, man. We're just kinda like bouncing around and and the whole butterfly shit, like, yo, man, land on a fucking turd, you know, hang out for a little bit or go over here, go over there. Just enjoy it, man, because we're all going to fucking die. We don't know what the fuck happens at the end. I'll tell you this, man. There's been tons of times when I've done this job that I've felt broken because of, you know, the time constraints, the work. But there's been more times and bigger times when I'm like, holy shit, man. Where can we, where could I do this? I'm living this life. It's my life, and I and I I love it. Sometimes I love it most of the time. Where and where in another fucking world does a bunch of fucking weirdos get to hang out with hot chicks, super famous people, get to entertain people? Like people are actually spending hours a day watching this shit and listening, which blows my mind. So I feel like I have a a moral a moral obligation to continue to do this. This Is which is why I stopped being a pussy, even though I feel like shit still. I was like, you know what, fuck it, we're not going to break this streak. Because last time we broke this streak, we went, I went away for fucking six, <laughs> six years. years. So I'm going to stop being a bitch, okay? I'm not digging a fucking hole. There's, there's thousands of people listening to this right now that literally hate their fucking job. And because my fat ass has to sit here and hang out with you in this crazy room full of fucked up fucking cheap Amazon masks, shitheads. Like spirit and, Halloween store in your own house. And I'm, I have nothing to complain about. There are people in this house right now that are like, oh, well, it's like, motherfucker, like, if, if, if you don't like it here, go fucking be happy somewhere else. Yeah. And, and I can't expect everyone to buy into my dreams and passions and desires, but I like to try to keep universally the collective agendas to make sure everyone's achieving happiness, gaining some type of financial uh, restitution. And a fucking really cool place to live and some really awesome stories to tell. I think that sums it all up. And that's our our time. time. That's our time for this evening, man. Uh, We got a members weekend coming up. And I think, I think, guys, we're going to go live from the members weekend with the podcast. Yeah, we're going to do a live um, fucking podcast. Probably going to do it from my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, And then we'll fucking, obviously, if you don't get to hear it live and see it live, you'll be able to to check it out again uh, on, on the fucking... Apple Store podcast, yeah, podcast. Spotify, iHeart Radio. We're on iHeart Radio now. That's yes. a good one. So it, all eight episodes. This is episode. Yeah, this is episode eight. The Ocho Man. Eight. Wow. Well, guys, on behalf of They're myself, all, hold on. I'm not yeah. done yet. God damn, Miguel. I'm not done. Keep going. Is it? Has it really been two hours? Yeah. Fuck. Has it really? Yeah. Okay. What the fuck? You know, Robert. You've been sleeping the last thirty minutes. He's got the camera. He knows. He's a goddamn liar. He doesn't know. <laughs> Look. Uh, no, seriously. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, guys, we're gonna go down some fucking tunnels. We're gonna we're gonna talk about serious shit. We're gonna talk about crazy shit. So if you enjoy it, please tell your friends. Subscribe, like, comment, rate it, whatever the fuck you gotta do it. The only thing we're not gonna do is lie to you guys. Yeah, so we're gonna keep it one thousand fucking percent, even if it hurts. Even if I wasn't sure if that chick had a dick, I'm just gonna tell you. 
just going to tell you, I don't fucking know. I don't have the answers, Miguel. I don't know everything. Sometimes it's just about the questions. But um, I do know if, if uh, the universe allows us, we'll be back next week. We'll be week. back next week with a cool live podcast, and then we'll be back probably again with another one. And if you want to party with us, you become a member at MikePC.com, and you get invited to our little soirees, these little three-day little adventures. we got one coming up this weekend. Coming members up weekend. this weekend, Members Weekend Memorial or it's Labor Day style. Labor Day. It's officially Corona's kicked summer's asshole yeah. into ground. Well, guys, on behalf of myself, Abdul, Mike Busey, the whole crew, you're listening to Mike Busey Show. Love you guys. Thank you.